Hey guys, Neil Brennan and Bianca are here. You know that I'm I love ice cream. In fact, it's on the logo for our for our podcast, me holding an ice cream. <laughs> totally. By the way, for some reason, whenever I'm eating ice cream in public, people think it's the funniest thing. Like they can't believe that I'm that I eat ice cream. You look so happy when you're eating ice cream. Because I love I ice cream. You look happier when you're eating ice cream than normally. I of course. <laughs> Have you had ice cream? It's better than everybody. And every experience. Anyhow, gang, you know, uh, Netflix, Netflix is a joke. Uh, that's like the branding part, <laughs> yeah. which I may have directed the first commercial for. Wow. Not important. Not important. Wow. They have a, they team up with Ben and Jerry's and they have a, they basically have a ice cream now called what? Punchline Ice Cream. Oh my God. Uh, it's the perfect accompaniment to all your Netflix comedies from stand-up specials to hilarious movies and shows. Like th three mics, but only the first and third mic. Put the ice cream down during the sad part. Although you may need the ice cream during the sad parts. What's in it? Mm. Brown butter bourbon and almond ice creams with roasted almonds and chuckles of cherries. Oh my God, that's delicious. I'm looking forward to the bourbon works well with mm. uh, ice cream better than you think. And um, cherries. And cherries. Cherries I like. I don't want to say anything negative about cherries. Look, I'm not here to disparage oh, okay. cherries. <laughs> okay. And then they they have a hotline set up, 1-866-PUNCHLINE, P-U-N-C-H-L-I-N-E, to hear comedians Wanda Sykes, Fortune Feimster, and Aparna Nancherla deliver hilarious one-liners to make your day. That's amazing. Yeah. Um, That's really funny. Yeah. So, I mean, let's call and see. But <laughs> okay. look, let's not get ahead of ourselves. So get some of this ice cream. I will be... I'm at, now. I have to try it. Yeah, but well, legally, give I have me some when. when go you... to Ben and Jerry. Go to any Ben and Jerry's, right? Yeah. There's one actually near here in in Venice. Or uh, go to benjerry.com. B e n j e r r y dot com, and you can dig into Ben and Jerry's punchline anywhere ice cream is sold, or find a new favorite at benjerry.com. That's b e n. J-E-R-R-Y dot com. Yay. Have you had the cookie dough? Have you tried it yet? <laughs> Fish food. Have you? Uh, no, I'm glad that this will be the, probably the closest I get to having my own ice cream. So yeah. um, that's it's part of the, you know, I'm part of the family. <laughs> I'm sure I didn't. I'm sure I wasn't like the main negotiating point <laughs> for, 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 the, for Netflix licensing the uh, thing. So eat it. Eat ice cream. Eat Ben and Jerry's ice cream. <laughs> You're the best. Your ice cream. Hello, everyone. Can you believe we're still doing a fucking podcast every week? I can't. It's it's unbearable. It's almost too much to take. Um. So I'm Neil Brennan, and I am uh, a comedian and. I'm actor. <laughs> I'm not an actor. A banker. Uh, he's a bank he's I, Capone's I'm banker. A, I I was Al Capone's lawyer, he's super and I dude. played Al Capone's lawyer. I played a, um, I played. I was at the Klan rally on Chappelle's show. He's I was lucky enough to have been cast in that. I I said, let's hear it for Super Dude when he super fought dude. the Milkman, I believe, and all that or Butter Boy. <laughs> Can't remember. Pretty great. Um. Anyhow, so how's your week been? Hun, pretty good. Do tell. I I don't remember. 
<laughs> I just hoped you would go into your thing. I well, I, this this was the first week I hit. I actually felt like I hit a wall because I didn't have enough shit to do. Like I, I had stand up shows like looming mm-hmm. all the time, and I don't. I didn't think I had one. I actually do have one this week, but I forgot. What and then, date? Shout it out. I think the seventeenth, and I think it's uh, one of those video shows. Okay. Um, well, this comes up before then. Yeah. So, guys, go guess, go to guess. the non-existent <laughs> website that I for the show. I don't remember. I think it's incrowd.com. It's the in the in crowd is the name of the thing. It's like okay. the the one where they have all Do the like monitor those, banks. Those I haven't formats? done a video show, mm. so I'm a little. Do you think that format's gonna stay around? No. It does seem very temporary. No, it, it's not. It's it's the it's you know. If there's nothing else you can do. If you're living in a, if everyone's breathing poison gas, yeah. Um, the do you hear that? Yeah, it's the set. Is it? The I think it's the mic. Still, no, it's not. I think it's the set. Oh, okay. I'll tell you what, it's, it's, <laughs> it won't happen again. To quote Shepard Smith when he said, "Curb job, blow job." Oh, but that was this, so funny. Won't happen again. Um, so <laughs> I hit the wall, and then. So I just didn't have. Oh, this is. I might write a book. That was the thought I had about what. Just uh, a bio. I've done enough pretty popular, interesting shit. What about? But isn't that what thingy's going to be about? One man. Not really. One man. About you? No, it is about me. But it's not. It's a. It's more about a. It's about an acceptance of self that wouldn't be uh in it would it would be it would be like part of the narrative of the book the narrative of the book would be like searching for esteem via comedy and relationships and and achievements oh, that's good. right i like that i know here's the problem what i know a lot of shit don't write <laughs> and i know i mean that's the problem is i know i don't want to be a snitch no neil you can't and i don't want to be a liar well, also, like, uh, you don't you know want to be I mean? boring. I know. That's the problem. Because you kind of need... I know. That's You know what I like doing? I like reading... Um, fuck, I don't know the names off the top of my head, but I like reading old... The blog. Bio- oh, go No, ahead. old biographies of people in the like golden era. Uh-huh. Because when they're old, they'll write all the secrets. That's so always you, the rub is by the time you're old, nobody cares. Nobody cares. And then you could be yeah. like, they had a black sun. They yeah. hid in Palm yeah. Springs. Yes. It's like, yes, tell me. I uh, yeah, I know all the black suns. <laughs> like I know who has all the black sons. I know all the all the blacks, all my black sons. <laughs> uh, but I, so I, it would be very difficult to. I actually had a funny idea that mm. I don't think would I would if I wrote about somebody. Let's say for instance Dave Chappelle. Okay. I would give him the manuscript and let him redact it. <laughs> the whole thing comes no, back. Well, black. I know that would be funny. Like just whole lines <laughs> just... of like no. No, right. redacted, redact. Um, but yeah, that's. I also don't want to write a tell. I, I don't know. It's in. I know objectively that it's interesting, but at the same time, I don't want to write. All the press would just be like, "You said Dave hit you," or what? You know what I mean? Mm. He didn't. He never hit me. But, <laughs> I was like, he um, did. Uh, but or whatever, just like all that dumb conflict shit. So I'm in a tough spot, and I also may write a pilot because. Schultz reminded me of something. Andrew Schultz. What? He just reminded me of like just doing a show about that. Is it going to be the bird? The bird mauling? No. Uh, <laughs> that's only Hallmark. 
Um, <laughs> Lifetime, maybe. Schultz it just reminded me of like a thing I did. He's like, that's a good. And I'm like, I know. He just like reinvigorated. You guys Schultz had the come up of the of the of the uh, of the pandemic. You think he's been doing better? Schultz? He's pretty popular before the pandemic. He's, he's doing a Netflix hour. Oh, About yay. the year. Oh, yeah. I did not know that. Yeah. That like is going to start airing December 17th that is based on his Instagram video. That's amazing. Yeah, it's fucking awesome. Oh. It's also great because you can't argue with it. You can't say shit. If you're in comedy, you can be like, fucking look at the system. Yeah, if you make a video on your own, right. if you Literally. make a bunch of videos on your own that are popular, you'll get called up to the majors. What's what? How could you possibly not like that? Speaking of which, if you're looking for uh, another sort of hard ass, uh, Seinfeld was on Tim Ferriss's podcast mm-hmm. and he did like an hour and 45, but he, it's basically just like, yeah, if you work hard, you will succeed. He wrote, he used to write three days a week. Mitzi shat on him and he started writing seven days a week. Yeah. When he went, he came to the store after, I think the last time he was there was in the late seventies or early eighties. And yeah. he said, he said that she shat on him and he was like, I'm never coming back yes. here. He made <laughs> her like a so, totem. Right. Of, of like, I'll of show angry you. Angry totem. I will show and you. And he said something that I never, I don't know if he said before, but. Tim Ferriss said, like, have you, did you ever get to speak to her? And he goes, he goes, no, but when I was doing um, the sitcom, uh, when I would drive, I had a beautiful house at the top of the hill in Hollywood. And when I would drive to the studio, I would always see Mitzi walking her dogs. And he goes, I never waved or smiled, but I always made eye contact. (laughs) Oh my God, I love it. (laughs) But it was a lot of shit like that where it's like, like, oh yeah, this guy's a, Maniac, but in the best possible way. Um, do you remember what you did this week yet? Oh, no. I'm, I'm just the thinking. other thing, I, I just watched fucking documentary. I watched so many documentaries this week. I just had nothing to I do I know. This Sometimes week. I'm like, I saw your list. It, I'm I, like, my damn. list is like, Jesus Christ. Like, yeah. I, then like, I had I the image of you for watching, <laughs> watching documentaries morning, noon, and night. I kind of did. I emotionally was a little depressed too, but I'm... It was a little bump just because I didn't have the – I also realized the upside and downside of the vaccine is uh, – Bell's palsy? It's great. No, I, fuck all, I, whatever. <laughs> fuck, fuck you. Um, is uh, – who doesn't – you can't overcome Bell's palsy? You fuck – come on, hard ass. If you're, you're fucking so, pussy. So, if you're so cool. Um <laughs> No, it's just knowing like, oh, I'm not having a normal anything for six months. Yeah. I Like, I'm knowing not, that. Yeah, it's just it's a little you got to trick yourself into thinking vaccines coming in three weeks. It'll be normal. And then you you read two articles and you're like, fuck, I feel like we're the most prepared for uh, six more weeks of winter. You know, this like bad news, like, no. Still not letting up. Like I feel just numb to it. I'm like, yeah, sure, of course. Yes, maybe next year. Yeah, I was supposed to start a show in March. Oh, in, in New York okay, this yeah. past March, and then I was like, well, maybe. Uh, oh, it, and then I'm like, July. Keep just that. Just tell yourself two years. Then I'm you'll not. Be happy. I couldn't. I know. I can't do that. I won't be happy with two years. <laughs> no, and then you'll be happy. When I, it's but shorter I, I'm than talking that. about now. 
I don't want to be miserable now so that I'm surprised. Hey, self, surprise. Like, I need something to look forward to. Not not the worst. Think of the worst possible outcome. What have you been looking forward to? Fucking. Um, uh, open air fucking. Or what? no, actually, closed air. Open closed, air? Closed you don't even quarters, like the outside. Like a pod, like a Japanese pod fucking. Um, I'm just saying, aren't you, haven't, haven't you, hasn't this feeling like, aren't you used to it? Yes, but I just want it to be over. It's because you got to do a little uh, stand-up. You got a taste of it. Yeah, I can still do that show. I just, I, for some reason, it felt like I'm just kind of re- not repeating myself. Yeah, it's, it's just like I you're getting I know the hour works. Like, I know. it's. I need a place where I can do new jokes. So mm. um, I'm looking forward to not having to worry about it. Mm. I just want to not worry about it. I know. And, and uh, like, the... I did have the pressure of having a show coming up and like prepping for it. And I was, I just have, this is the first week I wasn't really prepping for anything. Um, so it was just kind of, eh. but then I, today I was like, oh, oh, Hey, not so bad. Okay. Um, yeah. So Moving on. now in the, in terms of the country, uh, the, the deaths are, it's the deadliest week in American history. Yeah. Did you see that meme going around that says the the most deadly days for Americans? Oh, yeah. And it's yeah. like 9-11 yeah. last Thursday, last yeah, Friday. Yeah, it wasn't. But like, by the way, 9-11 is not even number one. 9/11 no, no, 9-11 like yeah. yeah. Yes, it is like Pearl Harbor. And right. you see the Pearl Harbor numbers. You're like, why do we even know about that? <laughs> well, yeah. Now I don't know if we're numb to it. We're like, that wasn't that many. Or if it's so many and we're just... The thing about Pearl Harbor and 9-11, spectacular. There yeah, were spectac- there they were spectacular. They were spectacular. They were a movie. This is not a movie. This is a, a traffic jam of people you don't know and kind of the, the least valued people in the society. Mm. Old, infirmed, and uh, Latino, black, Native American. It's like, okay, well, that's not going to be it's not going to feel like much to mainstream society. And it's, you see other people trying to go like, my, someone died. And it's always a little like I, my so-and-so such and such died. And you're like, that's a little indirect. (laughs) None of it (laughs) is. Some of it's like my dad died, right? There's a few people. My dad died or my mom died. Um, But, and speaking of my mom dying, my mom emailed me and said she had to make a reservation to go to church on Christmas, at which point, I don't know if I went all caps, but I was like, don't go to church. You can't get like, no, no, I didn't know. No. Like you cannot cross and the street. And she like, bye. She didn't respond. And then I texted my sister like, she can't go to church. She's like, we told her we're not going. And I was like, she does. She may not know that she's still pack she still got her She's outfit laid out on go. the bed <laughs> it's like two weeks in advance yeah like fucking looking at it mm. no my grandma is like i go to church i'm like okay i like do you need and her her response is i mean i'm gonna die at some point i'm like uh, okay. okay i mean okay then, cool okay i'm gonna come and punch you in the face we'll take <laughs> we'll take we'll take your chances right We'll just see what happens. It's just so annoying. Run on the freeway. What are you, run on the freeway. What are you doing? You're going to die sometime. 
it's this thing of like god is cool it's it's this dumb calculation of there is a god and it's cool with it needs me to go to church it's the sacrifice thing oh, i know this is i'm showing my devotion and yeah. it's like i also think it's and, some it's true g old... shit like i'm i'm a rider no dude just <laughs> fucking stay home give it a second just go to church twice in june uh yeah but i also think it's a form of like that's your stand-up for old ladies uh, in terms yeah. of uh, structure, yeah, you could yeah. you could have just I mean you gathered people did you did you not? It was outside, but I'm just saying like we no yeah I'm with you. Uh, they cut off outdoor seating for a reason, even though it's outside. Like there is a level of selfishness we've all been uh, like guilty of. So I think with old ladies, it's just like all they got. Yeah, I just wouldn't do anything inside without no, a mask ins- without double masks. And like, test wear a hazmat suit. Like, stop. It's they don't get tested. Also, people who are old, people who are at risk, they don't get tested that much because they aren't really going that many yeah. places. But I don't know. Do you think Teresa's gonna go? With if I no one would I go, truly if everyone was know. like, no one's going, mom. I guess she wouldn't go. She'd be but it's really like, just upset. Watch it on TV. What do you think? She'd make everyone frozen gonna, sandwiches. What do you think is gonna happen? I just don't understand that God's gonna be like. So what happened? Christmas twenty twenty. Talk to me. <laughs> What? No, 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 have a seat, please. Chris, God comes out like Chris Hansen. <laughs> Teresa. Lemonade God, in the kitchen. God from the Bible. Uh, have you talked to her like candidly about coronavirus? I don't know. How, did, how do you define candidly? Meaning, hey, do you like this is real? You're wearing a condom. Are you? <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. I, early on, I felt like I was talking to a, uh, I, I felt like the parent. It was like the full circle moment mm. of being like, no. You cannot no, go. My, you cannot go. My mom was like, just come up. We don't mind. And I was like, that's actually not how the virus works. Yeah. It, ma, it's not based it on if mom who, minds. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So. They think if you're, they think that the virus cares about intention. Like, <laughs> no, it's not a person. 2020 is not a person. Coronavirus is not a person. No, uh, doesn't funny. not anthropomorphizing. It's not. It's not the Pixar movie. Uh, uh, no, I do find that some people are very, very vocal about the Trump administration and anti-maskers. I'm just like, can you believe it? But are but equally then, yes. as careless. Yeah, it's like people who are for the environment and have kids. Can't, wow! Can't do both. What a jump! Can't do both. What a jump! Can't do both. You're a climate change denier. You heard it here. <laughs> now. Speaking of the Trump administration, a lot Come of people on. are saying. Um, so he did the fi- what they think is that what we thought was the final motion at the Supreme Court, and they got booted. Right? That was so funny. That was like them. Yeah, being like, it wasn't. But the Alito and Justice Thomas. They basically uh, said. I know, but it's confused. It's just it would have been funnier if it was just like no. Right. But once you're in, like, we don't like it, but we don't, uh, we should have standing, all that shit. It is interesting that all of his, it, that's, but that's also weird that they thought, well, we got our judges in there. It's like, that's it's not that how the. It's that joke I did on, on uh, Daily Show. They, he Court. thinks that the, the, the attorney general is generally his attorney. Yeah. And he <laughs> thinks that the Supreme Court are the, the, my judges. <laughs> they're my they're literally my judge they do things that will that i like because i hired them right i hi, this is a thing i own and i hired them 
to come and judge for me. <laughs> like you're fucking a moron. <laughs> um, but uh, he now I said today on Twitter that he is now he is the he's the vegetative pre- he's Terry Shivo. He's oh, uh, it's why are you just, gotta bring her into it? Why not? What happened to her again? Would she get like that? <laughs> she got she she went to church. No, uh, oh, she got she, her something she, taken out. No, I don't. Terry, she was a vegetable. Yeah, she but she got met, coma. She yeah, coma. But more specifically, uh, it was that she should have been. Um, she was in a persistent vegetative state, and it was that then everybody she went into cardiac arrest, and then oh, okay. she was she had just, a massive brain damage due to, due to lack of oxygen to her brain. Um, so they had her on. Can you computers and photo? synthesizers for <laughs> synthesizers. they had her on shit for years and that's what trump is basically like he's on a ventilator even though he's not on a ventilator Schumacher? his yeah his 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 presidency is in a vegetative state there it's technically alive it's worse than a lame duck it's a lame duck on life support it's he's not doing shit no it's like the in terms of pursuing maybe he'll be another four years like no no no. this yeah you've got people pretending in the fucking <laughs> it's weekend at Bernie's. yeah it's weekend at bernie's uh weekend it's at such Donald. a fucking it's so creepy it's, I, I, yes and then people the other thought i had was people saying that this will be a stain on the republican part and like, the fuck are you talking about no one remembers shit no one remembers anything no one remembers that he got um impeached and none of them use this will be a permanent stain. it's all a permanent stain yep. they have they have stain guards they have that thing where you pour water all over yourself and it just runs down yeah the rain x yeah they have rain x they're covered in rain x <laughs> um they're they're rain x the rain x republicans uh their their elephant is covered in rain x they they're not they, no one remembers shit yeah, no, people don't people don't take into consideration what politicians do and add them in real time all. It's just there's too much shit. No one There's is- too much shit and also our metabolism is too fast that you don't even remember the impeachment. You well, like with literally this presidency don't, you, for sure. That's what I mean. COVID and Trump and mm. and also the internet. There's no fucking history. What do you even, I don't even know what they're talking about like permanent stain it didn't even go into the fat it's rain x is that what it's called but the, it's called rain x but the thing is when i think about what when republicans made us think about obama i think of mustard benghazi the that right, he was great but upon. they look like morons <laughs> oh but it's just like because uh, they try to make a big deal about nothing and by the way, it kind of helps them in a weird way because it makes people becomes a boy who cried wolf thing where you just go, what are they saying now? Mm. They're saying the other side a lot. It just becomes all of them are the same when there's Republicans are, in my opinion, orders of magnitude worse when it comes to dumb bullshit and and travel gates and <laughs> fucking they just, dumb. when somebody I mean, they're going to do it to, to Biden. Poor Bo. Now, poor Bo died. Uh, Bo died. Uh, Hunter. Hunter. Poor Hunter. It's going to be Hunter all day long. Yeah, fine. (laughs) I I just don't care. I don't. don't That's fine. It also, Hunter 
Yeah. <laughs> what? Hunter. What about Hunter? L- let me. This is my dot. This is my 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 blank on Hunter. Okay. Egomaniac. <laughs> narcissist. Uh, drug addict, and all of his contrition is performative. Mm. That's what I think. I don't uh, now. I also I don't think he's a bad guy, but I'm just saying. When I look, I just like oh, I know this kind of guy. You know this guy, yeah. You yeah. tagged him. I mean, when he got together with the dead brother's wife, he did some weird. Sh- There's weird a stuff. he has a kid with a strip. He just has like <laughs> he Hunter's basically a rapper. <laughs> All you need to know from Hunter is that 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 uh, laptop shot. You know that they took from his that they saw. Well, I never even saw the picture. What oh, was Hunter it? Biden uh, hacked? It's a laptop. laptop. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. I don't know about the pic. Yeah, that one right there with this. It's like, eh, yeah. What's he doing? He's smoking? Every fucking everybody in the world has that picture. Uh, no, he looks rough. He he's looks. A, he's a cool drug. Yeah, he guy. looks cool, but he yeah. definitely looks like he he he's down with all sorts of things. whatever whatever you need. Whatever's happening, this guy. He's getting you whatever you need. Yeah. Yeah. He knows a guy. Yeah. Look, it's I'm going to have to skim. I'm going to have to take a little <laughs> off the top. Um, yeah, I don't. So whatever. So. Um, so, yeah, I don't. I just the, the permanent. It's like shut up about the permanent state. And I got people got mad at me on on Twitter when the impeachment happened, when they were like history will remember. Mitt Romney. And I was like, history is no. not remembering. I remember Seamus, the dog on his yeah. fucking. People's not. It's like, you'll go, oh, by the way, he voted for impeachment in a vote that didn't make a difference because he knew it wasn't going to pass. Like, who gives a shit? You know what they're talking about, though? They're talking about the kind of scorekeeping or um, check and balance that the 24 hour news cycles do. Because they'll pull some. They will pull. They will pull a clip from years ago. To, you know, it's like they're all so in that world. Right. That but it's like, yes, this will, will be a, it like, be yeah, a sure. thing that you Someone mention. Will be able it will to- be mentioned, but it's not rel- It's not important in any way. It's not important. Like, and they tried and it's you did this. What about Bush v. Gore? And just like, <laughs> I don't. Feel what about. OK, I have a question. Do you think. How fatigued we are on fucking politics at this point. Um, throughout the last four years, do you think that's going to carry over to Biden, or do you think we're going to no. start carrying all of a sudden? He's not because he's not a star. So Trump's you think star. we're gonna? No, I mean, do you think we're gonna? If something happens, do you think we're gonna care? I feel like our carometer is broken. It's like just fucking get us back to work. Uh, I still think people care. I think they're exhausted, but I think they care. I think people pay attention, even though they don't want to. I, I if it's if I don't. If I'm not on the line, it's because I'm. I had an ayahuasca revelation. But you're not, different. Like for example, I didn't know all of the. Like I don't rem, always remember Obama's AG. I don't remember. Maybe you do. You know, I'm Eric sure you Holder. do. Right uh-huh. there we go. Like when you say it, I'm like, oh yeah, yeah. But with Trump, he was so such a star. He had such star power that we everybody participated a lot more than general. Do you think we're going to go back to like Mm-mm. not really caring? Because Obama was a star too, and it was black, so it was like yeah, black AG, and uh. yeah. Um, I don't. I, I just I think, think it's like you need a star. You yeah. need someone. You need a charismatic person. 
and an ongoing narrative. And I don't think Biden has it. No, it's just not. He's not fun to watch. I, I'm no, happy as president, but no, it's not, not fun. fun to watch. It's not no. smooth. And he's no, gets like he's like <laughs> he's stammering every speech. He now. bombs. Not eventually. even like the stammer. He fucks words up. Yeah. He fu- like it's Kyle uh, Dunnigan's impression of him. So goddamn funny. It's so um, good. <laughs> so the the I, I just don't buy that there's going to be a permanent stain. And and like Barr got fired today. Did he get fired? Well, yeah. Like I, mean, I just had a nice talk, and he's going to leave a week <laughs> yeah, away, in a week. Um, is there anything for Barr to he do? He resigns. Whatever. No, that's a. There's. It's like it's, it's over. Like, just, okay. So he's not going to be able to like clean his desk out and like play solitaire for the last three weeks. But um, even this didn't like. It just happened when we were set. Oh, set did up. it? Um, I was like, this happened. But. The, these guys are heroes. Sorry, which guys? When people are like, he'll live in in uh, infamy. No, he's going to live in fucking wealth by working for white shoe Republican law firms. These guys are yeah. heroes for the rest of their lives. They, yeah, this to a thing certain of like, part of the population. Will, if he sure. goes to the 830 club in D.C., he's going to get booed. Yeah. <laughs> but he ain't going. He's just going to go. They know where they're wanted. They're just going to stay in the bubble. Stay where they're wanted. That's correct. And also it's like Florida, Mar-a-Lago. So it's like, you'll be fine. He'll be, it's again. He can't really go back to New York. Yeah. You go to, you go to, you become like, I'm big in, I'm big in uh, Indonesia. You just fucking hang out in Indonesia. My friend, I don't know if I told you this. My friend, she's French and she uh, has like her uncle owns a store of a chain of grocery stores on a small island off the coast of France or some French owned island. And she did a commercial for him. And one time she, when she went back and visited probably 10 years later, everyone's like, oh, you're the girl from the commercial. So and she's literally, she's one of the most famous people in this little tiny island that so like funny. no one's ever heard about. Yeah. And I'm like, that's basically that. But for half, for half the country, 70 million people, 70 million people. She's, He's the fucking yeah. He's he's in that commercial. <laughs> he's, in that. he's the guy from that grocery store commercial. <laughs> yeah. Basically, that's what he, he is. really basically is. That's so um, funny. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to sixty percent on hotels. So whether it's cousin Kevin's kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin, or Becky's bachelorette bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Moving on. The, there was a, a, a MAGA march on Saturday. Was it where? It was like DC. In DC, yeah. yeah, yeah. A lot of uh, what happened. A lot of glo- a lot of guys in gloves. I, I, I'm and so. Oakley's. Are we still? Pro- what are we protesting? They don't know nothing. They just want to get it. They just want to be like, it's like, you know, when guys, a bunch of guys need to do a chore and it becomes like a thing. Like, yeah, I got my, we're going to move the thing. That's what's happening. They make it or they make it like they, oh, I brought my, the winch or whatever the fuck you, I don't I like, we got to get something out of the river. And then it becomes like a whole thing Mm -hmm. of like masculine like you gotta lift up everybody explaining things you're gonna throw your back out and the fuck um that's what this is writ large now the problem is people that should know better 
counter protesters show up and then one got shot few got stabbed oh yeah it's i like saw that gang now i got gang four stabbed just let them let them they without tension without resistance it's a it's it's a fire that puts itself out yeah exactly like, they're not gonna be able to do anything um they vandalized some black churches pretty cool wow um, really yeah pretty cool there you go there's the boy they go. got my gloves all of them wear them cool so gloves and horrible sunglasses it's so and you're all fat all of you are fat <laughs> uh to a person and the only people that are in shape have cameras so they're photographers you hit fat fat old uh disgusting unfuckable <laughs> white taliban is what they are they're white taliban same no. aesthetics. same aesthetic just it. different trucks uh yellow goofy fucking kilts it's so funny how uk and like commonwealth culture has um morphed into this in this country like uh a lot of my jews will replace you oh my god china defund, oh this is the uh this defund is the, the police this is the well, i'm confused side this is the counter protesters but why are they against jews because Jew, they the maga guy said jews will not replace us at, oh. In, in, oh okay in, so it's like ugh, both slogans actually, bad jews will replace you. no they're both not. slogans not they good will re- as what <laughs> pharmacists what are you talking about <laughs> oh my god not a, uh, that sign was... ear nose and throat doctors jews <laughs> will replace you uh no nah, that sign's not good yeah. Ch- china migra these sound racist too chinga migra Oh, Chinga, um, thank you. I don't know what that means either. Chinga they're bad. Either. Again, they're this bad. is losers. <laughs> this is the lefty losers. And they're also like, I mean, I agree with more of the what they have to say, but I don't think we should defund the police. Uh, Jews aren't replacing anybody. And I don't know what Chinga means. I don't know what that means. And I don't even want to look it up. Chinga migra. Um, so what I would say to uh, people that are more sympathetic to our point of view, just don't go. It's there. It's like arguing on Twitter. It's just a fucking waste of time. Just well, mute it. Mute it. Are you telling people it. not to no, argue I'll on Twitter? No, I'll start arguments, but then I'll mute it. Wow, I that's like. St- but I don't. I won't. It's like argue talking shit with- and blogging someone. No, it's great because everybody thinks a thing's happening. I don't even know about it. Okay. But I don't. I only. I don't like intentionally write something and go like, "We'll see." I'll, I'll write something that I mean. Mm. People will go, you're going to get in trouble. And then I just mute it. So nothing happens. And then they try to bring it up in my permanent record. Like, that's why Kelly Clarkson's daughter should have a just for fans joke that you made two months ago that I'm trying to, that I can't even remember. Kellyanne Clarkson. Yeah, Kellyanne, <laughs> Kellyanne Clark, Kellyanne Clarkson. Kellyanne Clarkson. Um, Kelly so, uh, That's so yeah. funny. So just don't go to these protests and let them. They they thrive on resistance. That like yeah. these these protesters need a thing like what fuck you and they be just don't go. At the at Charlottesville. I don't. That one was different. Yeah, because this is a Trump rally. You know what you're getting. This they were protesting yeah. an actual thing. Mm-hmm. And then they were counter protests the actual yeah. thing. Yeah. That one I understand a lot more. But this is just like they lost. Yeah, they lost. And they're trying to like, they're like looky here. They're looky hearing. Right. 
basically. Looky They're just here. looky here. I'm like, looky here. <laughs> well, 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 all throughout D.C. Like, well, uh, well, well, it is in the Supreme Court. And they were trying to intimidate a building. Um, uh, so just uh, don't pay attention. Um, we kind of covered COVID. Yeah. Um, a basketball player is in a coma right now of Florida, a kid who plays for Florida. Um, he went up for a dunk in the middle of a game and there was timeout and he came out of the, out of the, out of the timeout and just collapsed. <gasps> is this NBA? No, Florida, the uh, state uh, or something, Florida, university of Florida. Um, so he, now he's in a coma or he's maybe he's out of it. He's in critical but stable condition. Oh, here's no. the here's the here's the yeah. thing that's not in the first. He had COVID like three months ago, so it's that long COVID thing where it's like, yeah, maybe you fucking pass out in the middle of basketball games if you there. There's a there's a a this Hank Gathers died like thirty years ago. He's a basketball player, or twenty years, thirty years ago, a basketball player and college player, and he had a heart disease that he didn't really know about and this could be long covid that's where where when i think about going on vacation i'm like fuck Ugh. i know i mean i still have very weird stomach issues you know interesting still. do i want to hear about them oh yeah no it's not gross um i don't get hungry until remember i was yeah. like not eating until seven eight o'clock yeah but no hunger pains. And I could go, I could probably go two days without feeling a hunger pain. And it was so heavily in my stomach. It was just this, oh, it was this awful feeling in my stomach. And I just think it's permanently weird. It's nice. I guess some people would argue, you know, it's not yeah. the opposite. I'm not constantly having hunger, but it's real. There's times I'm well, like, I need to eat. Yeah. I am not eating. I'm eating, I probably eat once a day. Grits yeah. and eggs. What? what do you say? Grits and eggs. Grits and eggs. Okay. Yes. Thank you. Thank you, white guy. Collard greens. Collard greens. Collard greens. Okay. Uh, it's weird. Yeah. I mean, I, only, I said what only? It's the only. The only difference was the COVID. Yeah, I said last week. Somebody I know, we know, three and a half months couldn't taste or smell. Healthy young black guy. You know what's funny too is that I know someone that have that had the antibodies eventually but in february so we don't know when he got it but he had a heart attack and they had no idea he's like 32 33 had a heart attack had two heart attacks they had no idea why and then a short time later he tested positive for the antibodies and it was it was weird like no no yeah. no um did not fit one statistic to have a, any cardiac issues and then he tested positive for IgG antibodies. So it's like he, everybody thinks. Yeah, I a, don't, I don't want that. Okay. So I just scare you. <laughs> no, I don't. I'm aware of all that stuff. I mean, I, I talk, know, people have a long, people I know. He's 32. Fucking have this, have long symptoms and, or long after effects. And it's like, I have zero interest in that. Yeah. I'm, I, I'm stir crazy, but it's a bit like being in a bunker in, in, in war where you're just like just just stay in the bunker just go somewhere close yeah 
I, I'm I with you. Listen, I know plenty of places. I'm with you, but I want warmth. Okay. That's How where you warm? get into, like, you know, 80. Mm. I want 80. <laughs> Give me 80. <laughs> Give me 80. Give Padre me wants 80. 80. I want 80. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Well, 80's tough right now. Oh, honey. 80's tough, buddy. I know. I that's the problem. Buddy, hey buddy. Yeah. Buddy, right here. That's the that's the that's the issue. Um, okay. So, I but I also don't want to have a heart attack or not be able to taste. You guys know that tasting's one of my favorite things. <laughs> I love sniffing. Ellen sick. Ellen sick. Production I mean, Ellen, halted. Ellen at home. You want to know how sick she is? Didn't text me back. Wow. That's how sick not she is. the first time. <laughs> I think it is the first time. Really? It's the first time she's ever not. Te- yes, she's very punctual with text. Oh. Yeah. Um, I thought you texted her once and you didn't, she didn't respond. No, she did. And it, no, she's always, she's always responding. That's a, that's a good, uh, that's a good skill. She's, I mean, a she's habit. got a high batting average. Yeah. Um, Where's the- uh, but yeah, that's how, in fact, worse than not texting, went to green. So I don't know what's happening. Wait, what do you mean? You texted her and it, the thing turned green? Yeah. Maybe she wise, wisened up and got a galaxy. No. Nobody's that. She doesn't need money that badly. <laughs> Shut up. Um, so Only I don't you. know. Look, I don't know. Guys, we're in real trouble. <laughs> um, <laughs> her texts turn green. Uh, her texts are green. So that's that's another Maybe, side effect that I can't live with. I can't live with it. I'm going to call the local hospitals <laughs> and then have the cops do a break in. A wellness um, check. Yeah, wellness check. Thank you. Um, are you worried about her? Mm. No, she'll be fine. She like posts a picture where she's fine. Um, the she'll get whatever she needs to get. I'm sure too. Um, are you gonna get it? Well, all right. So moving on. I you can't. I talk to somebody. Mm. We talked to somebody I know knows a billionaire. The billionaire said, "I'm just deciding which brand to take." And then I talked to another billionaire. And he's like, I'm not going to jump the line, which I don't know if he got offered it. Um, that sounds like I'm not going to. Uh, no, but it's he's like, I'm going to wait my turn. He's got, I'm going to wait my turn. You don't think he's been turn. offered it? No. Um, but jumping the line like that's he's not going to jump the line. He's not going to jump the line if he's not going to go before a nurse. Right. Do you want to jump the line. That's the weird thing. I want the fucking vaccine right now. You would take it. What am I waiting for? I just want. Well, wait, hold on, guys. To... This is where we realized that that Bianca's a anti-vaxxer. No, I'm not. Yeah, hold on, guys. <laughs> um, Heavy metals, <laughs> mercury. Uh, no, I'm just be nice if a whole round of people got it before me. Why? But because you don't trust it. No, just everything I've researched about vaccines and how long they generally take to find out all the side effects and stuff. It would just be nice to not be first string. <laughs> what, I'm. I will have. That's not go. wild. What I don't saying. think it's wild. I think it's flirting with anti-vaccine. No, what the fuck? It's not at all. Anti-vaccine means. I think you're flirting pretty heavily. I think you <laughs> have your your cleavage. No, open to. Anti-vax. I'm going to church on <laughs> Christmas. Okay. Uh, no, I don't. No, I'm just. I want to see all the side effects. I don't think they don't work or they cause. Well, autism. what do you think they'll do when they have side effects? What do you mean they will do? They. What do you they? think? whatever the companies will do AstraZeneca and all this. If there's a lot of side effects from a vaccine, they like, they halt the vaccine. They try to figure out what's going on. They retest and stuff. Okay. I mean, they tested it. The numbers of people they tested it on, I feel like they would have gotten 
They had a lot of fucking people. Yeah, I know. I so know. I looked if they did I saw 100, the, was 100,000? Uh, I think in how many countries? I think it was, it was UK. Do you know Germany. the number? Of the number? No, no, yeah. no. Because I thought there was, I don't know how many total they did it because they did it in a few countries. How, can you do how many people? For, <laughs> um, I don't know how many people. Thousands, um, tens of thousands. Ten, yes. I read one today that's at least. Uh, oh. Yeah. That's a really good amount of people. No, no, for um, sure. For so sure. I'm just. I don't. I would rather. I I get that there's some risk. I happen to just kind of inherently trust institutions because I. Because I'm white. Because you're white. I and, was like, you can say it. Uh, I'm white. And because I think we need institutions to have a society that runs well we need the new york times we need the washington post we need legacy media and drug companies right um it's not worth putting out a it's not worth putting out something that's gonna kill people oh no yeah no i'm not saying i believe in vaccines okay you're talking to me as if I don't believe them. Well, no, I don't even. Because only someone who doesn't I've, believe in vaccines and that they actually are like, no, they're trying to like. Well, saying, that's what I saying, wrote down is that. So 50% of people that they polled so far said they'll take it. No questions asked. 26, 26% don't know if they're going to take it or not. And 23% um, are 20, whatever, 24% no. are. They're not taking it. And it's like, okay. You're just, these are not, the people that don't, they don't know anything about science. Mm. They never have. They know about like, (laughs) they never have. They've never known about science ever in their entire lives. All of them have their immunizations. Right. Yes. That's a whole other thing. Which is the funniest thing. They all have no measles, uh, no You've never gotten polio. Yeah. Yeah. No polio vaccine. All of it. They have, let's say all of them have it and suddenly they got advanced degrees in, in immunology and they just want to be it's a it's the the question on the on the study minus will be like hey are you are you a sucker people go nah yeah that's, what it is. that's it just like no i ain't i just want the record to show i ain't no bitch like okay i'm a bitch <laughs> okay i'm a i neil trust- they're just trying to keep it real yeah yeah, like I'm trying. I don't fuck with vaccines. Yeah, you, you fuck with every. You fuck with aspirin. You fuck with it. If you're like the hardcore Jamaican who doesn't do anything like that, fine. <laughs> but just like a guy who like who there's this so group of people who 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 every conspiracy is believable. No yeah, questions like, asked. Come on. No questions asked. No. It's like you're a fucking moron if you don't. So you what you think we need to ask questions of everybody except the conspiracy theorists. Like no, him I don't <laughs> him I would never stoop to ask stoop. the simplest follow up. I would never insult him like that. But a, a company that's been around for 150 years, I got a few questions. Yes. Um everybody that I know that's anti-vax. I don't know that many, but you know on Facebook, yeah. old high school people. Mm-hmm. They've all done cocaine. Of course they have. Like uh, I've seen you do mm-hmm. cocaine. Not I haven't necessarily seen all of them, but I know everyone is partied. I'm like, how into heavy metals were you when you were? Yeah, they weren't. Yes, yeah, somehow it's just selective. It's like uh, the ecstasy. We had no you idea. Know who got what we were... the cocaine, Hunter Biden. <laughs> they were partying with Hunter. 
Um, they went uh, hunting. <laughs> Stupid. Um, yeah, so, so take- go fuck yourself. That's, I wonder it's if- the it's the. Did you watch the BGS documentary, which we'll get to? No, I watched. I was finishing. I'm finishing the fucking room. The accusation. Okay. Uh, BGS documentary. There's a point in. I love uh, the in, in it's great. It's great because they have stories of how how they wrote songs. Cool. And I love the Beatles. how they develop the sound, mm. the multiple. <laughs> basically, an accident. <laughs> they were just like go in and do ad libs on Jive Talking. I think it was Jive Talking. <laughs> one of their one of their like pre hits. First of all, they wrote How Do You Mend a Broken Heart 10 years before Saturday Night Fever. So they were like, they were a well-known band. Yeah. Um, th- I won't get into it. But there's a point where, do you remember the Disco Sucks movement? I wasn't around for it, but I remember. So there was a DJ in Chicago named Steve Dahl, and they had a Disco Sucks rally in the middle of a Why? White Sox game in 1979. In, in a doubleheader, they had a rally on the field, 1979. My brother was an usher. No. And got punched in the face. And I remember <laughs> the next morning, I was five. And I remember thinking then, why would you be against disco? I just right. was like... That's so like, funny. Like it was a fucking riot, but I remember just thinking, like, this is like what, what is- a dumb thing. Do you? How was it? I know you're only five, but what was the feeling? Like, where did that come from? Did it disco was, just take it over? It was anti-vax. It's the same. Chris Martin from Coldplay had a good observation. He's in the documentary, and he goes, "At a certain point, it's there are no more interesting opinions about the BGs other than like, no, I don't like them. Mm. No, fuck that." It's like where people get like, fuck the Macarena. And you're like, are, is that <laughs> actually that? A, I, whatever the, the no, song? I know what you mean. Yeah, they go like against every the comic thing. said, fuck the Macarena. You know what really? I mean? Like, <laughs> like that simple, like low hanging fruit, right. shitty, dumb person premise. Was um, disco just everywhere? Yes. I don't get, I feel like it probably it was, took over a little bit. Yeah, it was, um, ED, well now, culture so splintered that something can be really popular and you can completely yeah. avoid it yeah exactly. whereas then it it got it, it infiltrated it infiltrated um, radio mm. clubs like they would open nightclubs to have disco to have a disco it was just disco clubs which is what siren fever is about siren fever is basically a sports movie but dancing that's funny. That's what I mean. It's like we gotta enter the contest. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta do the no. contest. Like that's the that's the premise of the movie. And they it's all like, had contests. Like that was real. No, but it's good. It's a good frame for mm. a movie. What I'm saying. So, I mean, every language. I in most European languages, the word in most languages, the word for nightclub is discotheque. Disco. I know discotheque. Still the best. I still love saying it. Like you want to go to a disco. <laughs> It's fucking funny. I'm old. Yeah, I'm um, old, I tell you. <laughs> uh, so that's what anti-vaxxers are. Like, nah, I don't fuck with disco, the Macarena, fucking skinny jeans. I ain't no bitch in no skinny jeans. I don't. Okay, right, cool, man. All the things. And, and I'm against that. It's like, so you're dumb? Are you a dumb person? Nah, 
I'm the smartest <laughs> motherfucker you ever met in your life. No, you don't. That's dumb. the problem is that when you tell someone that they're actually not, someone that thinks they are so good at critical thinking that they are not doing like an ounce of critical thinking. They're just yes. taking misinformation and like regurgitating it. I mean, how do you tell someone like, dude, There's a you don't get it. There's a thing called the Dunning-Kruger effect, which is oh, yeah, you said the people that are the least competent people think they're the most confident. They did a study. Uh, yeah, the, uh, they, they just believe like it's, it's Dunning-Kruger. Like uh, for a long time, it was like a thing that women were saying about men in comedy. And it's kind of like, yeah, men are pretty good at comedy though. Uh, but like they think it's Chelsea uh, Preddy used to do that joke about every guy thinking they killed when they got off which is a fucking great joke it's really funny i happen to not live in that world <laughs> uh, but um but yeah the, it's just that it's that it's the i'll talk about it more because someone wrote a there were a bunch of letters about people the guy who thinks he can do stand up and like mm. somebody some some guy makes a bet Bet, wants to make a bet in a letter okay. that is so dumb. Okay, okay I'm excited. It's so dumb that I want to talk more about it. You know what it's like when, remember when it was like Laurel, Yanni, that shit? Yeah. I heard the one most people weren't hearing, mm -hmm. Yanni. And people were like, it's saying Laurel. I'm like, no, it's not. It's saying well, Yanni. Well, that and it's is like, a dude. genuine perception issue. No, I understand that. Oh, no, it's like actual frequency. But when someone was trying to tell me, no, dude. It's Laurel. I'm like, you can't tell me it's it's not saying. Well, God. yeah. Then another thing kicks in. But what? That's what. It's really hard to tell people that what they f truly fucking believe is nonsense. Well, that's why that's the problem with Fox News and 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 uh, whatever the fuck another one's called. Own America's Talk. Own uh, <laughs> uh, Newsmax. OAN Newsmax. Yeah. yeah, like you can't explain to them like also, no, your production being, value on those. So it's low. it's uh public access um with slightly better looking people yeah uh you works. can't explain to a ignorant person that they're ignorant because then you're like you think you're better than me no i just happen to know the fact what even is a fact i need to see how they did it okay man on everything let me guess but not food and cocaine you're fine you assume red bull is red bull and you assume meth is meth and you assume all the other shit that you just inherently trust you fucking, I don't even know what to call them because I, I pity these people. <laughs> when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Um, Cleveland Indians. No, really? What say goodbye. What they changed to? They, uh, Cleveland, uh, the Cleveland baseball game. Yeah, the Cleveland it? baseball <laughs> team. Uh, the best options. Hit that. Hit that. Here's some of the best options, including the Spiders and the Rockers. Spiders? They're going to go with rockers because they're still trying to rock the, the Hall of Fame thing. Spiders. Naps? I don't get that. Cleveland Naps. Maybe they're saying. I don't fucking know. 
Yeah, maybe. Uh, they were called the Naps? Cleveland Fellers. I thought it was Fellers. Fellers? Excited. I know. They're big fans uh, Bob of Feller, an author of Legendary Fastball. Oh, he's the author of a Legendary Fastball? The greatest pitcher in... He's the author of a Fastball? He wrote, <laughs> wrote the this. Fastball? He, he, would write, he would write letters and then hand them to the pitchers, and they would say Fastball. And then the umpire would hand them a note that said Strike. <laughs> it was a weird way, but it, it worked. Wild, but the people wild of Cleveland time. loved it. Uh, Cleveland Cuyahogas, they're going to go with Rockers. Blue Sox, why not? Because uh, there's the Red Sox and the White Sox. Yeah, blue. Yeah. Oh, the, the hazards. Black uh, eyes. Burning River is kind of funny. Burning River site. And it still sounds native. Okay, you're going to. I how can't. about the Cleveland Nowheres? <laughs> um, how about the Cleveland LeBrons? <laughs> Stupid. Huh? Uh, are we talking? I, you know, again, should have. These were these are not bad they're options. They're not bad. Um, they're not. Uh, yeah, then people go, no, they, it, Native Americans don't even mind it. It's like, first of all, why'd you say Native American? Huh? Because <laughs> you know not to say Indian. Right. But, uh, and also it's one one study from a long time ago. They don't care. It's like, no, there's other studies where they say they really care. <laughs> yeah, so, they care. Yeah, but there's one. They did a study. Um, the, the global warming's a hoax. <laughs> Um, oh, this is interesting. And a oh, side note, um, Biden, Biden, and oh, oh, I, we should have talked about it two weeks ago when Obama said that when you get into a slogan like defund the police, it's, uh, you're dead to rights because yeah. you're too easy to paint as socialist Radical and, yeah, and all that shit. And then Biden basically said the same thing on a recorded phone call. He did. I will say that was about the phone call. He sounded competent and angry. Which mm. I liked. He he just sounded like, "Hey man," he was doing the "Hey man." Yeah. Hey, 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 hey man. Hey, hey, hey. I'll tell you what. You see that one um, when he does that? So yeah. Funny. Um. So, Dude. I don't. I mean, I think we're both pretty realistic about defund the police as being just a dumb. No. What, what was the better one? Refund the police. It's refund. Refund. The police. That's what That's they really just funny. need to move money around. Yeah. Or. They need refund to the refund. They just need refund to refund the police. Yeah. Is good. Refund the police. And then is the police like, are like, "We're getting, uh, we're getting, we're some getting a cash rebate. back." Rebate. <laughs> uh, my scratchers. Um, uh, it should be refund the police, and yeah, because then it feels like yeah, we're not getting rid of police. Hello, we're yes. not going to send a bunch of therapists Reallocating. out to like, yeah. yeah, but th- this is the problem with slogans. It's that either slogan. Here's the problem. They're great and people love them. <laughs> here's the problem with jingles. Um. No, the problem is like uh, white privilege, Black Lives Matter, defund the police. It feels like you've gotten, I feel like the people who make them. Okay, so if you want. I think we talked about it. It's, the, did, it's the person. It's like, do you want, uh, do you want a good, a good uh, attention grabber? Okay, but then you're going to have to sacrifice really communicating effectively to the target demographic. So if you're saying yes. white privilege, okay, that's, look, I'm listening. What? Excuse me? You, Excuse a brown me? woman's listening. No, no. Everyone is like going to react to white privilege. White people, I black think people. white people, when they hear white privilege, they go, this doesn't sound good for me. No, that's what I'm saying. So at this point, I it's don't, like. I don't know, even know what this is and I don't like I it. I don't know if I want. What are you, hey, get away from my wallet. <laughs> so white privilege, for example. That's when I get my gun, like the your, guy in, your, in, your in St. Gun? Louis. Well, gun? I get my uh, bug assault. <laughs> uh, no, my gun, like the couple, Bonnie and. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Um, so 
when, let's just take white privilege. At that point, you don't care if whites understand, you know, because either you're fed you're up or you're taking whites own. out of the equation. You're like, fuck you. I don't care if you like the yeah. slogan. And at that point, I think you get these slogans when people do get pushed. I don't think there's a, a beginning of an issue. And then, you know, Jim Clyburn said, um, James, I call him Jim because we served oh, in the, in the Senate together. Um, or actually, he's not in the Senate. He's a, he's a, he's a whatever the other one. He's a Hauser. Um, Hauser. <laughs> um, he said, "Burn, baby, burn." Hurt civil rights movement. Mm. I, which I didn't even know. Burn, baby. I mean, I knew. I didn't. Like, hey, I didn't. Know, I knew it was like involved. I knew it was from the '60s, and I assumed it was like letting something burn. But it was about like why it was about burning down white sh- burning down shit in yeah. the name of social justice, and he believes it hurt the civil rights movement, which is fucking very interesting. And th- it's the thing that I people got mad at me a couple of weeks ago that liberals don't think that they need to persuade people because they're so right. How could I possibly need to have an effective slogan? White people do have privilege. So what's the problem? The problem is I can tune you out and I'm gonna. But the thing is, though, with white privilege, I think a lot of white people did not tune that out. I think they... White people? I think it's a trigger for white people now because some people are like, there's no such thing. But like it is a... It's a controversial thing to say you're benefiting from white privilege. It is. Right. But if you... If it makes people like that, uh, that's not a good slogan. This The good slogan is like... Oh, okay. Oh. But I guess, okay, so then let's figure out, is the definition of an effective slogan to kind of attention grab and gain like attention for what you're talking about? Or is it for you to really understand what I'm talking about? I think there's a little bit of both. You know, uh, because I think it's to get as many people in the tent as possible. Civil rights movement is a great title. Mm-hmm. Everybody's for civil rights. Literally, the whitest white person's for like my civil rights right. and movement. It sounds like I might gain from. I'm a white man. I might gain from this civil rights movement. I, will I be able to bring my gun everywhere? <laughs> Can I bring my gun to a, a maternity ward? Then I like this. <laughs> and then movement, it just sounds like, eh, yeah, cool. Where do cool. I? I'll go with you guys and you follow and, them. And still people had a problem and still with it. Wild. Got shot. I, people had a problem with the move that with the activity. But what I'm talking about is a persuasive slogan or um, I had a dream is the, maybe the best, right? Martin Luther yeah. King and the mountaintop. <laughs> um, I had a dream is maybe the best. Cause he's, he's basically not, imploring white people to do anything it's just like hey take take do what this what you will i had a dream and still his and disapproval yes, again, rating was bad so course. i don't think when it comes to race in this you country, don't think there is such a thing as a good slogan. i don't think so i think sometimes it's like well fuck pandering just make it just let's just be angry about it you know i don't think i mean we're kind of proving the point like in the 60s there were good and bad ones and it still yeah. I mean, the approval rating for the They still shot Fred Hampton. Amongst other people. So it's yeah. like. No, only Fred Hampton. <laughs> that was it. He's the only casualty. That was the end. They, they had a list that said Fred Hampton, and they checked it. And then it, if you look at the signs, a lot of them are 
so mild and passive and just like colors want equal rights yeah. i'm Damn. a man how no, dare you i'm a man let me live peacefully like it's so it's just i feel like it's hard to say i get i totally understand your point but i don't think we've figured out the right thing so the thing is white privilege now everybody even the most sounds like what white- you're saying is the cleveland they should keep the indians as their name because <laughs> yeah. fuck it just you're gonna hate us anyway right just because we're from cleveland um uh, the thing is though i will say every white person even in the most lily white place has a reaction to the word white privilege they've heard it they mm-hmm. either believe it or don't you know whereas yeah. some of them don't yeah, I don't. Far, I think all you know? these—they're all. It's like cancel culture. Is it? Is there? Is there a better way to say? Because you can, like, Trump mentioned cancel culture yesterday in reference to, and the Cleveland Indians thing, like cancel culture. Dog, it's the fucking. Dog. How about minimal? How about the least you can do? How about minimal consideration? I. I that's a bad combination but cancel culture makes right. you make it gives people like i'm against cancel right. culture All right. Right. And it's like but if you go, are you against minimal mm. it's like are you against not calling certain groups certain names it's not a lot you're just like it's cancel culture <laughs> yeah but what are we can just canceling the word we're not even canceling it just don't if you can don't use it there also everybody on both sides cancels Everybody, the moment, the moment people move a millimeter, like Mm -hmm. when Tucker Carlson, I don't know, a few weeks ago Mm -hmm. we talked about when I went on the Reddit, everyone's like, he's canceled. I'm like, yeah, what the hell? Yeah. You're on a Tucker Carlson subreddit. Yeah. Oh, because he, he didn't, he wasn't, wouldn't let for, he didn't, he, he thought that the lawyer people shouldn't, he thought a lady was crazy. A crazy person was crazy. (laughs) Um, yeah, I, you might, you may be right. I just know that tone mm. and messaging are like the secret sauce of the world. Yeah. And as much as it's like, fuck it, we're done with that. I don't know, Obama got elected. You know what I mean? Like, you, it's not impossible. And Obama wouldn't have got elected with... No, no. Fuck no, this no. whole motherfucker. Burn, no. baby, burn. <laughs> Why you say it like that? That's the <laughs> black guy voice. Jive? There is a guy in, is it the Bee Gees? I was watching hey. a documentary and there's a guy. Oh, they talk about, no, they cut to New York in the middle of uh, the Bee Gees documentary about it was blackout and, and, uh, and, and there was a guy, black, Black brothers used to talk like this. Who's saying this? Uh, there was a black guy in the documentary who okay. talks like this. And they stopped talking like that at a certain point in the world. Mm. Like black guys, stop. You see, if you, okay. these long, I know it sounds awful. This is a very good impression. your face impression. is very funny when you're doing <laughs> Baby, uh, they stopped. Black guys stopped talking like that. I don't know why. Eddie Murphy's black guy is a basically that black it's a guy jivey. say baby right, right, right the when i was like in the around when i when my brother got punched in the face that was like <laughs> the impression of black guys yeah like say well, my you man can, you can hear when old comics come to the store and they'll be like 
Like the guy, yeah. well, I won't say his name, but yeah, yeah. he's just like, and then I was like, cool, get oh, whoa. I'm like, but there really cringe. were guys that, when you see this guy in the documentary, it's like, why, how did you talk? How the fuck did you sound like that? I don't know if it's from the Black Panthers or what, but it's pretty great. I love when people talk one way and then stop. I'm a Southern black woman. <laughs> no, he's that guy's giving a lot. Um, <laughs> he did a jive. That's so funny. Um, so now, okay. This is crazy. I did. Did you read? Well, that? there's a trouble in the VIP room. <laughs> in this winter circle. In the winter circle. I don't know this section. Too broken. My friend Devin Delaquante uh, is one of the best writers at the Daily Show, as far as I'm concerned, and he texted me the other day. The trouble in the winter circle song is so fucking good. It's, <laughs> it's great. Crazy great. It's that one and the um the. Zana, a fucker. I can't think of it. The one that we never play. Where are they? Now? Where are they now? So she's a sign. She's a real artist. Yeah, she's amazing. Thank um, you. She's going places. <laughs> um, she's on my team. I'm, I just spun around in my chair. You're on my team. Um, Dude. Okay. FK. FK. There you go. FK Twigs. Yeah. Is suing Shia LaBeouf for. Uh, physical and emotional abuse and went to the New York Times. I don't know if, I guess it's a civil suit. It's a civil suit. Yeah. Um, and he was, you know, headbutting her. Don't weird. look at men. Loaded gun next to the bed. So Loaded she was gun scared next to, to the get bed. up. And and well, he lived in um, um, Disturbia. So you know what I mean? <laughs> he was, you gotta he never it. got out. Uh yeah, unknowingly gave her an STD. Yeah, that's that uh, that was a tough one. That's really fucked up. Yeah. And that, you know, she was like, I'm gonna if I'm gonna out you, I'm gonna out me too. She Eminem Mariah carried him. If I'm gonna out you, I'm gonna out me too. Yeah. So we're we all got genital herpes. Um Yeah. Uh now sounded awful the the what's funny is something's funny of course (laughs) something's always funny um he'll still get way more girls than me i know a girl i didn't even know she dated him until uh, somehow it came on my that she a girl i know dated him Uh, and i was like not long ago and Oof. it's like you knew every you know he's a psycho. We all know he's a psycho yeah. by this point. Um Neil, I love how you made this about you. It's all about me. My brother got punched <laughs> in the like, face. That's my brother like, ended disco. I could make it more about me and I won't get into because somebody else responded that I'm not gonna somebody else said that she got into a she outed uh somebody else that I know out, said that Shy and her had a relationship. Ooh. Oh, well no, that's that's been outed. That's a, no, that's out. I know that's out, but I'm not. Oh, you don't want to. Okay, man. I was yeah. gonna say. Okay, yes. yeah, no, okay. Um, <laughs> see, I'm tasteful. Even when you think I'm tasteless, so there's a tasteful. level of tastelessness so that I'm not doing. So much attack. Um, I just again, if a a guy's a scumbag, avoid him. Well, no, I don't she think, didn't again, know. I, yeah, I know she didn't know, and and there a, was the honeymoon period of, of that course. narcissists do when. When they they love, it's called love bombing. It's the best term. Yeah. Yeah. A lot, uh, of, a lot of people do that. Yeah. Love bombing where they just like, it's all about you. And you just know. It feels like this is not this sustainable. This can't be sustainable. 
Like you'd have to quit your job. Yeah. In order to continue to lick love my bombing. pussy this much. Yeah, to lick my to go to lick my pussy from the back. <laughs> um uh Yeah, but she'll you know, he'll still get way more girls than most guys. Even with the GH? Yeah. Did they say GH? Is that general herpes? They said well, yeah. There's actually the only one, right? Other than AIDS? I mean, like no, warts. The class. Oh, right. No, warts stay around. Right. They, warts linger. It's like your body, it takes a long time to get rid of them. Yeah. So you got to burn them off and then or Here's freeze them off. Here's what you do. <laughs> I learned this from Hunter Biden. Get a torch. Um, yeah, no. So general herpes stays around. Stays around. General warts stays around. Uh, so if it's got general in the title, you don't want it. No. Um, uh, but it said in the thing, you know. We didn't need to Google this part, but killed uh, stray dogs. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. Yeesh. He killed stray dogs? That guy the thing about Shia LaBeouf, he's a like a loser. Do you know what I mean? Loser. Like he doesn't have any he like got tattoos because he was playing a Mexican gangster. Which was a terrible. Like, remember when he would get in rap ciphers and do other people's raps? <laughs> He's like a weird runaway kid. Yeah, he's like and, a box cart child. Yeah, and which I I get like he's he truly is like mentally ill. Um but dude, people I, fall for that status shit. Have you ever seen him at the store? He behaves no. very The way he was behaving at the store was very weird. I don't know. I think he was on the patio. I saw him maybe on the patio. <laughs> no, he was No, he just I mean, he would I don't know. This is neither this doesn't say anything about his, I don't know. This is not t- totally disparaging. He would go into one room, order a drink, go in the OR, order a drink, go in the belly, order a drink. And like, we'd all be like, where the fuck is Sean? Oh, that's just fame. Uh, you think that it was? Yeah, that's just like entitlement. But um, then he would go back and then leave the amount. Of, like I'd hand him a bill. Like, fuck you, dude. What the hell? Yeah. And then he would look at it, leave, go to the other. Just it was. So oh strange. yeah, he's a weird. He's just a really he's a weird, weird guy. mentally, which is not a damaged. Just Ill, seems weird. 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 Uh, something. It's the kind of guy who enters rap battles and does other people's raps. Like there's something fucking. <laughs> Who's a rap? Did he do? I don't. Uh, he, Will look it up. Will. Will please. This is the most interesting thing. <laughs> Shia LaBeouf rap. Um. Oh my god, you're crazy. Uh, I. No, but one stolen rap. Stolen. Stolen rap battle. Might have been stolen <laughs> uh, right, from right, a right. female rap group. He just oh he, he copied did that. lyrics from a nineteen ninety nine song. Please don't play it. I we we can't take right, it. Right, we can't. Um There goes your salary will. Oh. Uh yeah. That's so, just yeah, so he just says he just did someone else. He does some, yeah. It's just like a weird like, hey man, what are you doing? It's this like need for attention yeah. sort of He had a bad he had a legit bad childhood yeah. like that and that movie's very good. Which one? Honey Boy? Honey Boy, yeah. Oh, I thought you meant um, the one where he was like Mexican. He's a No, I'm not gonna see that. But congrats <laughs> on the tattoos. Good idea. Um, oh, they were real? He got real tattoos to play a part. You should see the trailer, it's terrible. It's laughable. It's so bad. I get it. I've seen enough bad movies. I can figure out how they made a bad one. He just, but like, I'm committed. And it's like, what do you do? It's just some weird, uninteresting shit. Yeah. And then the, the, (laughs) 
And then the abusing women is like, all right, dude, you got to go. I think this is bad for him. I it's very think, bad for him. I don't think he's going to be able to do I, I don't. It, but it's not as big as like Mel Gibson. No, because he's, I think he's been weird long enough yes, that it's not exactly like, right. Like what? he's kind of grandfathered his way and like, no, I get to be weird. Right. He just, if you stay weird long enough and then still work. Mm-hmm. Um, but. The kisses, you know, on the thing it said he had a, a quota of kisses a day and would mm-hmm. keep track of how many kisses you mm-hmm. didn't give him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, very weird. I met FK Twigs one time. She seemed like a nice person. Oh, um, sad. So, bless. Bless. There's also something about you don't want to date a guy that's that high status. That's I'm saying that to all the ladies out there. Uh, so they'll don't come be to attracted. Neil. Hey, ladies, don't be attracted to what you're attracted to. Um, ladies, medium status. Question. You understand the key to your future? Medium <laughs> status. Uh, you know a lot of... Famosos, mm-hmm. do you think they all are a little demented? Really high status. I'm talking about the real high status ones. Is there a high status normal person? Rock's pretty normal. He seems really like spooky to normal. Yeah. He's just normal. He's very normal. Um, what are they yeah, there's some. You just have to make it. To, uh, it's like I was talking about Will Smith last week, where it's like his family was just like, "Hey, you're being a dick," mm. and he was like, "Oh, <laughs> okay," and then he just changed. Yeah, or stopped being a dick. Like I think it's possible, but the problem with this, with most most celebrity problems, come from a a either mentally ill part. It's just power and money. Everyone works for you. No one will say anything negative. Mm. So you just. Yeah. I was watching a doc last night that's not even on the list called City So Real about Chicago. It's like a five-part series. The guy who did Hoop Dreams directed it. Wow, really? And uh, yeah, Steve James. Yeah, it's good. And it's about the mayoral race and the Antoine McDonald shooting. Just a bunch of shit. But Kanye's in it and, and, and Chance is in it. And Kanye's basically gone now. Yeah. And Chance, there have been some articles recently, like Chance is off the reservation also from money and power. And I'm firing you, you and I'm only going to hire my family. And I'm what did st- you hear about Chance? There's just a whole lawsuit just, and yeah. his old manager suing him. And some of it's like the inevitable showbiz cycle. Yeah. But then somebody sent me a documentary and about what he's just fucking up and not making. He like set a release date before he had songs shit like that where you're like dog nah you gotta <laughs> not you just gotta make good shit and then release it yeah um it's inevitable unless you have you almost have to go in with a plan to start him yeah like how I'm, i mean rock specifically doesn't have an entourage because he's like i it just i see what it does to people what does it do it everyone works for you <laughs> So, so you just every don't have day a is your friend. birthday. Mm. It's all your birthday. You first, champ. Ha ha ha! Oh Woo. God, no! All How do you time. get out of that? Because you it's, can. It's well, you have to isolate yourself. You just have to realize that. I mean, some get married. There's a whole opposite thing, which I'm sure I've talked about. Which is a lot of time, guys, famous people will get married to assholes, women. Mm. Like I know a lot of guys that married assholes. 
because they thought, oh, this is how people used to treat me. That's <laughs> so funny. And it's like, no, she's just a dick. Yeah. <laughs> you don't have to over overreact yeah. to everyone being obsequious and nice to you. Just your friends will be nice to you sometimes. Yeah. They won't agree with much of what you say. Is that why Rock keeps you around? <laughs> uh, well, that's what I was going to say. It's like, I'm not nice. No. So I think that that's, you can't even, I think if people go like, Neil, Neil's a bra- ass kisser. They're like, I don't think, not from what I've seen. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, I've seen uh, you say yeah. really funny things to yeah. pretty people. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm like, he'll know. Uh, oh, that was fun. There was an article where, um, who's the guy, the basketball player who was who dated Iggy Azalea? Oh yeah, Kay K- K- Kyrie. No. Joking, joking. K- uh, he has that meme. The question yeah, meme. One of the great memes. The Steven, Steve. Yeah, Nick Young. Yeah, Nick Young. Nick Young. <laughs> uh, Steve Nash said he needed to retire. Because Nick Young used to say to him, like, man, what was it like to just be able to dominate motherfuckers? Like, he's still in the league. Oh, no. what was it <laughs> yeah, like? Yeah, like, what was it like? And Ouch. I said it to Rock, and Rock goes, you do this to me every day. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I'm not, I'm also not, like, I don't know. I Whatever. Yeah. Um, so, if you're Shia LaBeouf, you keep getting chances. Mm. He is talented. Yeah. Shia LaBeouf, I saw him on Operation on Project Greenlight when he was a kid, and I was like, "That fucking kid is good." I don't, I didn't know even, I didn't know anything, but I was like, "That fucking." You didn't watch even Stevens? No, nah, man, I was so sorry, I was, good. Sorry, I was twenty-eight. Um, <laughs> right. uh, but like that kid, I was like, "That kid's a." I don't know who that kid is, but he's fucking good. And then when you're talented, you'll keep getting chances, and and then and you have money, and no one's gonna tell you that you're full of shit and you can do enough shit that makes you think you're, you can go to AA. He goes to 12 step program and it's like, he's as part of the statement. He's like, I go to, as a, someone who goes to a 12 step program and, and that becomes, you're like, well, how bad can I be? Yeah. I go to a 12 step program. It's like, Oh, you, that shit's <laughs> bouncing right off you. <laughs> For You've got the tat, you've got the necklace, you've got the net, you've got all the shit, but coins got all the coins. Yeah, fuck coins. <laughs> uh, it doesn't mean it's just cover so for some coins. people. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I it's feel bad true. for FK Twigs, and she's really her album was fucking great. Yeah. And um, and she was nice when I met her, and that's all I can say <laughs> about that. And brother Shia got never, punched in the face. Um, yes. Um, my brother got punched. My brother is the reason disco is is where it is today. <laughs> well, let's dog watch it. Dog watch. Dog watch. Dog watch. That song could be shorter. Yeah. The reverb at the end. You know? You know, well, get in maybe on the second dock watch. Le- get in late, leave early. That's it. That's the whole song. Okay. That's all we need. We're guys. What we're we have a mandate here. We yeah. have a movement where we're going to shorten wow. the shorten the songs. We have a privilege. It's a movement. Room twenty eight oh six. The, the accusation. accusation, which you're watching. It's so interesting. Uh, the French 
the Frenchies. It's interesting to see how, I mean, I know it didn't, the, it, it's basically about the head of the IMF. I, this is a recent story that I couldn't believe how little I remembered. Really? From 2011. I remember Dominic Strauss-Kahn you don't, as a guy. And I remember the trial in a very, I remember the whole thing in a very ambient yeah. way. I don't, I didn't have specific memories of any of it. I remember he assaulted a black immigrant. Like, I didn't even, I was like, oh, right. <laughs> Everything was like, right. okay, oh, yeah, 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 Dominic uh, House Con. Like, so he was a French dude, head of IMF, assaulted a maid in a hotel in New York. Yes. That's just for whoever doesn't understand. Yes. Um, it just was so funny to me how the French were like, ah, He's oh, passionate. The, the funny, you do it not was so do, funny. The crusty, like Keith Richards kind of looking dude. Yeah. He there were like, five different French guys <laughs> saying in thick French accents, basically like, why can't I touch a woman's pussy? He was like, you don't want your president to have a passion. passion? It was like, was oh, like, God, well, don't. It wasn't a... Oh. I guess I guess I want him. No, I don't want him to have passion. No. How about that? You was the first time in a I documentary. I said I want to fuck her. <laughs> That's, I thought about that. A ton. Yeah, I did too. Gainsbourg. Yeah. Um, it was the first time I was like, "Wow, NYPD." I like the way you operate. It was the yeah. Oh, every how, what episode are you in? Oh no, I know it's. I know when the guys high fived, I was like, "Something's wrong." Yeah, but I'm on episode three ish. So, what I mean though is that there was. It was just so rare to see in a documentary in a sexual alleg allegation case cops the cops yeah. being really supportive. Yeah, I know there's like there's something going on. I know I don't I haven't finished the documentary because it's uh, episodic on Netflix, but I don't think just, the cops were in on it. No, I don't think they were in on it without. But I do think it just was. Uh, they also wanted to get him, kind of, you know, and I liked how that person said. You think being a celebrity with cops is always going to go over well, but sometimes the cops are like, "Oh, oh, you think you're better you than think us. You think you're better than us? Yeah, like that's what Dave calls the real celebrity treatment. <laughs> yeah, it's like now with him, it happens one out of a hundred times, and he's like, "See, one out of a thousand. See, this is how they really want." It's like, yeah, but what about the ninety-nine, nine hundred ninety-nine other times? Um, but. Yeah, it was weird to see the opposite side of it. And I don't know. It, so it's just, it's really an interesting look at um, infidelity and sexual assault and how that's being taken in the French side. It, that was really that's fascinating. That's what was funny. Yeah, I, I wrote a thing down. Um, <laughs> what? It would, it, there, I don't know. It's, it would be a good update feature of a French guy going like, what, you're saying... That like a French lawyer going like, no, so you're saying I cannot. And they'd be like, no, <laughs> no you can't. Like, He's like, oh, please like, look with your, with your pedestrian. Yeah. Um, it was the last episode was great. Okay. I mean, I thought every episode was really good. It was, I really, it was really well made. And yeah, I, and, you know what? I don't like that. I can't stand this thing they do with the fucking times coming in. They getting, did them wrong. They those did graphics. Wrong. They did the graphics backward. They did. They try to do what the Bulls documentary did. Yeah, but, but they, they, they did them. They would leave the date would leave the screen. I was I was watching it going like, what? what you, where would this make sense? <laughs> it was 
because I don't. It doesn't. You know, I don't. I don't think that's the way the French do dates. It would. It was like leave the left side of the frame. It would. It would leave the left side of the frame, and the frame would be empty, and then it would come up on the right <laughs> so- side, and it would. But it would be the past. It was, and then they would play the nine one one call, and they'd be like one day before the nine one one call, and then they'd play a snippet of it. And I'm like, were there two nine one one calls? Yeah. It was like I couldn't tell if they were saying he actually. This is the second person he just. I was. That's like, where you get into like, do you do the video reverse? Like, <laughs> no, but you know that's what I mean. So like, cheesy. there's hack. That's I know. It's just a or don't play the audio option. when you're saying one day before the audio. Right, but it's relevant to the what they were doing. I don't know. Um, Anyways, but it was it's interesting. I can't wait to I can't wait to finish it. You're gonna love the ending. Okay. Um uh, all right. Alabama Snake. Did you see this? I did. I watched it when you told me to. Some of it's I gave me the willies. It was really dark. It was I can't even explain what it was. It was it was like a cult. The guy, it was there's like snake charmers. In yeah. but in America, like in Alabama, it's called Alabama Snake. They're just uh, they're just Christian extremists. They're like extreme Christians, and they're like basically it's that it's a level beyond the Holy Ghost. Yeah, like you do the Holy Ghost, and it's like all right, well, can you just grab snakes and play with rattlesnakes? No, yeah, it's saying there's like a line out of the Bible. Yeah, that's, that they're, says they're like, basically do saying, you fuck oh, with we snakes. We. <laughs> But, how, but what about snakes, though, is the, is the line that spoke to <laughs> THO. Uh, uh, yeah, that was... scared the shit out of me. I won't get into it any more specifically. It's a hell of a truth, ain't it, was on oh, I HBO thought, Hulu. I thought you were saying that about no, the figured, Alabama yeah, snakes. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, no, uh, no. this is truthful. Uh, no, it's a documentary <laughs> called It's a Hell of a Truth, Ain't It? And uh, it's a prison documentary. Okay. But the the way it's done is really good because they the prisoners kind of made the shorts cute. But it's not that cute. It's oh. not like I made a short. It's it's they it's sh- that it's not sentimental like that. They show- but they do. The woman director did cut together a version. She cut. She put like an hour together, and then showed it to them, and then they show them watching it. And then being like, do I talk like that? <laughs> cute. Like, that shit's cute. But then they were like, well, what should the story be? Right. It's interesting. It's like a little is meta. Is it them interviewing trying each to other. film make? Or yes. is they, it they, they got made the cameras. it and then we're just watching? They, they're trying to film make. The woman's sort of like the, I think they all filmed and did interviews. And then the woman took, the female director took the footage and did some animated sequences and and then there's cut to the interviews because they're it's the cameraman's not a prisoner i'm assuming so it's not like it's not locked up it's no and it doesn't seem rudimentary it's not it's like well made um yeah it's good and it's just a good new idea um bgs of course i i call them the teethies because their teeth are so giant. Wait. The Bee Gees. Can you pull up a photo of the Bee Gees? Uh, Barry Gibb. <laughs> oh my, I can see it from here. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, the teeth. Uh, what so I was teeth. saying is, and they were from they're the, nice teeth. From the start, they're all too big. All of them. 
And but they all had them from the jump. Yeah, from this wasn't veneers. And what I kept thinking is, imagine how much louder they could sing without those giant teeth in the way. Those giant sound baffling teeth. Did um, you ever do like a decade? Very stylistic thing like this feather. I would hair. love to do that. No, did you ever get like, in the eighties? Uh, I had did Bob. You ever... I mean, I, I had the Kurt oh, Cobain. Yeah. Bob. The <laughs> I, and before that, I had like the Michael J. Fox mullet. Really? Yeah. yeah there, I don't. I saw one picture Please. of it one time, and it made me laugh so hard. It like, I but I saw it like in the late eighties, and I was like, I cannot believe my hair was like this. Um, yeah. Um, and the. The great thing about, like I said, they have stories about how their songs are written, which never happens. And then they had Noel Gallagher from Oasis talking about being in a band with your brothers, which is like, yep, all right, this is good. And it's another thing. Timberlake talks about them musically. And when you hear the way Noel Gallagher, I think it's Noel or Liam, the the songwriter one, um, the one who doesn't sing very much, or now he does, but the way musicians can talk about music, you just, you just like you can't talk like this. Mm. Like they they know, like Timberlake says, they're all of the Bee Gees vocals could be horn parts. Wow. fucking know that you know what i mean like, like that's not cool. a thing i even would know to think he's like <laughs> yeah funk infused beats uh they they so shit like that noel gallagher said it's like having um uh it's like when you have when it's your brother when it's your family that's an, a sound you cannot recreate you literally can't make that sound unless you were born in the they have one of the jonas brothers so like that shit was interesting they didn't have any bad interviews, basically. Um, and they're and they're one of the groups that was able to culturally appropriate, kind of, and black people had to fuck with it. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> just like, ah, yeah, this shit is nice. Yeah. Like, mm. Or it's like when average white band, it's like, average yeah, white perfect. Band. Just say, call yourself average white band. Yes. You Casey and the Sunshine like, Band, average yeah. white band, and Bee Gees, like, Black Hall of Fame. Mm. Come on in. Come on. Come on in. Like, no, can't say shit. Like, you wrote what? When it's hard to believe that a white person wrote that shit. Some of those baselines. Yeah, Mike McDonald. I feel like these, it's like so smooth. So when you, the average white man, you're like, they're not white. They're not white. They can't be white. That's a joke name. That's a joke name. But sure enough. And they're funny because that name is hilarious. Yeah, it's funny. Yes, agreed. Um, that was like, you know, it's funny when I was young, no one knew because it's not like today. I don't think younger people would understand, but no one for a long time knew Vanilla Ice was not black. Before 91? No, when he came out at first, like when his f- song just yeah. played on the radio, oh, a lot for of like people, a month or yeah, something. for like a, yeah. they're just like, yeah, yeah, he's, even though it's like Vanilla Ice, because he you don't see a photo the, of people immediately. Yeah, back then it was hard to get a photo. Of that. <laughs> it was. You have to get a magazine. You and have to go to a store. You had to go buy. You had to do work. Yes, it took an hour. If you wanted to see what Vanilla Ice looked like, <laughs> it was going to take you an hour. It was like an average Will search. Well, will you look up uh, "Staying Alive" lyrics? Well, you the can't other tell, great thing by the is, way. I- 
fucking Barry came up with uh New York Times is making me No, the he came up with uh the producer it was one of these things where the producer was the Bee Gees manager and he optioned the rights to the movie to the store the New York magazine article that the movie became based on. Mm. So it was like all in how he signed Travolta to like three movies for a million bucks. Wow, really? And it was it ended up being Sorry Fever, Grease, and a bomb, but who cares? Yeah. Um and Xanadu. But so Barry Gibbs on the phone, he's like, Yeah, I have the guy's like, Do you got any titles? And he's like, I got uh Staying Alive and Night Fever. Wow. Because those were songs. Right. Those are the song titles. And he's like, he goes, I gotta have Saturday in it. So I'll I'll make it Saturday Night Fever. And you just go, Saturday Fever is seventy million times better than Night Fever. Yes. It's crazy. He said Night Fever sounds like a porn, and yeah, he's absolutely Night right. Does. <laughs> um, it's Night Fever. Go to the beginning. Well, uh, there was a lyric that I wanted to talk. You can tell by the way I use my walk. I'm a yeah. I'm a, wo- I, I'm a woman's man. No time to talk. This guy fucks so much that he doesn't even have time to talk. <laughs> no I don't time have to time to talk because I fuck so many women. I'm on my way to fuck women. If I see you, so, I'm putting away seven or eight women. Really, uh, yeah, women warm. Music loud, women warm. <laughs> uh, and you may look the other way. We can try to understand the New York Times effect on man. I don't think that's the right lyric. Yeah, it is. The New, New York, York Times, Times can effect. make a man. No, that's what yeah. that's what I'm saying. I, it, I don't New think Times it's, effect on man. I don't. Yeah, I, these are the wrong lyrics. <laughs> uh, go to genius. Go to genius. Effect. We New York Times that's no. even better now. Yeah. The failing New York Times. The failing New York Times effect um, on man. That's weird. And they're I, bad lyrics. Whether you're a brother or a whether man, you're a mother, you're staying is alive. Is this a Mandela alive. effect? Feel the city breaking and everybody's shaking. <laughs> the the rhymey ones are kind of. Yeah. I like the New York Times part. Eh, eh. We will get low. If you told me the, there's a line, we will get low in Sonia Fever. Well, now I get I get low and I get high, but I can't get either. I really try. Yeah. Got the wings of heaven on my shoes. I'm a dancing man. I just can't live. <laughs> wow. <laughs> this is hilarious. Wings yeah. of heaven on my shoes. That's uh, but every But they have. So the stories of writing these songs is great. Writing rhymes. And um, uh, it's the documentary's great. God bless the documentary. Do you have uh, ownership in the documentary? I don't. You but love it's exciting. this I watched it twice. Oh my god! I watched it. Trayvon sent me a link, and then I watched. So I watched it like last Wednesday, and then when it aired Saturday, I was like, "Let's go again." Wow! Let's run it, run it again. You know, I can't watch a movie twice ever. It's impossible. It's torture to me if I watch. Like Goodfellas. I it, it has to be years, years in between where I forget a scene or two. So you've never been in the phase where you're just watching a movie over and over impossible and i don't understand how people do that's it seems oh really like kind i can't of understand what you're doing so what happens is so i see a movie right? i don't understand you <laughs> uh i see a movie and if i watch it again my brain is constantly tormenting me with what the next scene is gonna be what and i so i cannot get into it because i'm just like yeah then he does this this and then it's, it just won't let me get into it so it's just constantly reminding me of the next scene it's very yeah. it's not good 
Um, Some people watch movies. You know, Barry Gibb yeah. likes to sound out lyrics. What's that? <laughs> what? He just, the, they have the session of How Deep Is Your Love. But he's like, <laughs> your mouth is so. There's a, I have the Michael Jackson when Thriller was this called Starlight. Oh. It's different lyrics. But there are people that, like Sia played on Howard Stern, she wrote Diamonds, the Rihanna song. Mm. And she does like the, she would sound out lyrics. But I don't think it's a good way to write lyrics because you end up with like, I'm a woman's, I mean, yeah. I got dancing, we can Damn get low. <laughs> I think you got to write poetry. The only way to do it is write poetry and then see if it matches. What's the What's the movie you've seen the most? Do you have like a fave? Serendipity. Train Spotting. Goodfellas. There's a documentary about Radiohead called Meeting People Is Easy that I used to just watch incessantly. Really? Yeah. Uh, that's so funny. Mulaney watched it incessantly too. I didn't know that. He told me that like a month ago, and I was like, "Dude, I, I it's this is why and we're if but also if you there's shit in it that like is indelibly it's about like the drudgery of the road mm, mm. especially when you're a sad band sad band and so it's about like the walking to photo shoots mm. and like that's not fun they never show you the photo <laughs> they just show them like where are we going no we've got to tower lobby floor and they're on the elevator and whatever um <laughs> And yeah, I think the older you get, you kind of can't do it anymore. But yeah. I watch Train Spotting like forty times. Many people see so forty times. Um, that's so funny. Yeah, it's a very good movie. Train Spotting is amazing. I've watched the only movie I could do that with. Okay, there's one. It's just Shaft, but not the old, old one. No, the Sam Jackson one and Buster Rhymes one. The Sam Jackson, Christian Bale. It's so weird. From like 2002? <laughs> I think Bust is in that. Is he? Yeah. That one's very good. You should know. You've seen it more uh, times no, than I just, I just haven't. I haven't watched it in a while. Uh, Jeff, Jeff Wright's in it. Christian Bale. Yeah, that's the one. That one I can watch. That's There's funny. Just, that, I don't know why that one. Yeah, Buster Rhymes played Rassan. I don't know. If you, <laughs> because you didn't. Oh, Rassan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Dude. Uh, it's funny that Scott Rudin directed it because he's like one of the best directors in the world and it's not a good movie. It's a good movie, actually. It is? That's the only, it just is, it's It's that really good, I, I don't know, it's just a good, it's an easy, good movie. Like Pulpy, like that movie The Brothers or something where it's like, we're going downtown to take it, care of this and then they cut to. It's like watching. <laughs> Kind of, it's like uh, when where's you, he at? No, that type of shit. It's like uh, which say like a negotiator baby. or something. Has the that, negotiator's not a good movie. Well, but you know I what know I what mean. That '90s kind yeah. of um, yeah, 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 uh, what yeah. is it? The Die Hard. It's, yeah, well, the, the, there's something yes. to figure out, yes. and we have to get to the bottom yes. of it. That kind of thing. Like the, I would say, Die Hard Three is better. The New York Die Hard's better than Zeus. The one, that, Hey Zeus, Zeus. I don't know. Uh, with Sam Jackson. The one that's in New York. Yeah. yeah, I think it's in it's yeah, that one's good. <laughs> that one's so funny because so you know how that's the one where they make him go say like I hate niggers. Yeah. So I was watching it on TV. I heard he improv that. <laughs> he improv the wood. Uh so I was watching it on TV 
and uh, uh, they censor it. So it just says, I hate people. Oh, and the funny. people are like, hey, man, hey, man, don't say that. What the fuck? <laughs> and it's this group of dudes coming. And it's like, he's like, and then Sam Jackson's like, what are you doing with that? It's so funny because it just says, I hate people. That's excellent. <laughs> it's excellent. That I is gotta, excellent. I and I'm going to watch that over and over, <laughs> uh, but on YouTube. Um, Shall we? And then Tiger Woods, oh. America's Son, ESPN uh, documentary, and... I, it good got really good reviews, good? and then it was more about his meaning to black people, which is a... Minimal? Yes, but <laughs> why and how it came to be. How they went from... And just like the PGA Tour used to have 11 black people, and now it's, then it had one when he was on it, and now it's got four. And they... And being... And Tiger Woods used to be more militant, where they said, is there anywhere you want to win? win? Especially he goes... Yeah, I want to win at the Masters because of how they treat blacks. And you're like, all right. <laughs> Shit like that where they footage I'd never seen before. Yeah. Um, that That's good. So that's coming your way, guys. <laughs> okay. Well, let's do some letters. Let trade. Will, honey. It's time to check that email. <laughs> oh, he's trying to send us a message. Oh, he's like. Well, okay. well, well. Okay, you want to show He one? really fucking trunked. He, he, truncated it you've got mail um hey neil and banks long time feeler your conversation about the word retard i blurted this out to nobody but the algorithm selling me shit on facebook uh and neil kept referring to the entomology of the word the study of the origin of word is etymology entomology is the study of insects (laughs) you idiot had to drop a line word nerds matter keep being awesome then he said peace which now he's cool all of a sudden he says shit like peace because he smokes dubs um oh this is about you so why don't you read it okay hey feely and thinky louder thank you uh l-s-t-n-r that's nice oh wow he's he's really trying to send a message Last episode, you guys were talking about how ever since taking the liquor of the gods, you kept seeing and hearing ayahuasca references everywhere. What you are experiencing is called the Bader-Meinhof phenomenon. Play Bader-Meinhof. Bader. No, it's Bader-Meinhof. It's German. Yeah, you're right. That Uh, was a trap. (laughs) Yeah, okay. Entomology fucking expert. Uh, Bader-Meinhof. And there's a bunch of movies about it. The Bada Meinhof complex is not so much about that. So about this the, guy's wrong. No, no. This the phenomenon is different. Oh, got it. The Bada Meinhof complex is about this. Like, That's so it's got a it's got a complex and a phenomenon. <laughs> it's, it's that it's, it's that good. It was about these like people taking. It's work. a movie and a TV show. It's because someone someone heard about the Bada Meinhof terrorist group. The terrorist group. Or the frequency. Oh. All right. So frequency illusion. That's great. the phenomenon. Great. 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 Frequency great. illusion. Yes. Um, once somebody's been noticed, then every instance of the thing is noticed, leading to believe that it's high frequency of occurrence, a form of selection bias. Great. I like it. Never stop. Study. <laughs> well, yeah. really killing it. <laughs> uh, Goodbye. You greetings, Neil and Latinky. Hey. Clinically depressed middle-aged white man here. My wife what? is a tough as nails smoke show. 
My wife's a tough as nail smoke show. <laughs> That's really uh, Who for more than 20 years has hunkered down in the foxhole with me and taken everything depression can hurl at us. Aww. In particular, since any medication that works for me also obliterates my libido, she's had to endure over a decade of essentially a cyclist marriage. This was until this past week. I don't know what switch got flipped in me, but there's some real animal type shit going on around here several <laughs> times a day. Sometimes, sometimes in hilariously inappropriate contexts, et cetera, et cetera. And needless to say, my wife has been over the moon about the change. She's a smoke show and she's over the moon. Here's my pickle. Although, of course, I really hope this is a permanent change. Given my history, it's reasonable to think that it's probably temporary. If so, then we really need to make the most of it now. Uh, I'm pretty conventional in my taste. And frankly, uh, I'm just happy to be fucking. But my wife has always had more of a little freak in her, and I'm pretty sure that secretly there's some truly appalling shit she'd like to get up to. Fine by me. I really want her to get to do anything she wants to do. But the residue of her deeply religious childhood means there is no chance she'll tell me what she wants if uh, if the if 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 the has any feeling <laughs> that what she wants is shame. She fucked up. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I need some help, and soon my own inclination is just to enjoy what we're doing while it lasts. And she certainly seems to be thrilled, just as things are. But I know I'll feel terrible if I return to the state of sexual catatonia, and and then it seems to me that she regrets vis-a-vis -vis unfulfilled desires, desires, yeah, desires. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so he's saying, what should he do if you suspect you're not fulfilling your wife's needs? I have an idea that I've always had that i think that you will not like bianca but he's he says okay, he's go. saying like should i what how do i get my wife to admit she likes she wants to do shit because she's got so much religious shame tied up right. it'll be hard to get her to admit it okay here's an idea of i've had yeah tell me have a questionnaire oh yeah that's a great that's a great but one. the problem is i can't this part for him because yeah. it's his wife and yeah yeah for sure that's but the fine. first thing i do if i hand a woman a questionnaire oh, yeah, yeah. she's gonna go how many people have you done this to and then i gotta tell her a lot um but it it in terms of long term it's highly effective she would be happier in the long run yeah, but, but it's, the it problem is that questionnaire right. is gonna also have a another page stapled to it which is gonna be like a sex schedule and uh-huh <laughs> What we're doing when? What? what freaky shit we're doing when? I, that's the problem. It's a slippery bitch, slope. One thirty. I'm hanging out the window, bitch. <laughs> then you're gonna start. I just feel like the worksheet. It's gonna be a slippery slope for you. It's a worksheet for everything. But you're not wrong. But I what know. I will say. What if I didn't do the worksheet? What I think doing? asking. I think Jimmy Carr should do it. Why, Jim? Don't bring Jimmy. Jimmy, because this. he's married, and he, oh. I know he's listening. But. She's satisfied, I'm sure. Mm. <laughs> Jimmy, I had your back, you? Jimmy. Would it shock you if she wasn't? He wears robes. It's <laughs> a great point. <laughs> Anybody who wears robes is fucking at least two days a week. And wow. well. Well. Um, <laughs> he's got that robe dick. Um, robe oh dick. Oh, my God, robe dick. Um, <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. So I, if you're a married man or you're in a committed relationship, You've got to make the questionnaire and leave everything, make everything available. Because the thing about sex good. is if you're into something, you assume everyone's into it. And if you're not, like I've had, I'll have sex with a woman and 
one one woman will be like, yes, butt stuff. And then another woman will be like, why would you even pitch that? Do you know oh, what I mean? That other woman sounds uptight. Right. Because you're not a square. I'm not square. I'm not. They like, don't, I'm again, not like, they don't say why would you butt. pitch that. I'm just saying like, what? why would you pitch that? No, it's not, not that. But it's, uh, the energy's a little like, whoa, man. No. It's a bit like, no. Aww. Which again, I don't. But I'm saying it like, I don't know what. I have no idea what you're into. I'm just guessing. Yeah. And if I guess wrong, going away for a long, long time. <laughs> Upstate. Uh, so, okay. Yes. What if you, are you so dead set on certain sexual acts that you, you kind of no, feel like I really but I, need to with a woman, Again, with a woman, I'm, it's not even about butt stuff. It's about like, it's about. A, a menu of like don't forget all this stuff's available you we can do all this stuff so i'm not saying you want it tonight i'm just saying in general are there things that you would like to do that yeah maybe they're that, not comfortable that, saying, yeah, yeah like and i'm if it's a if to make someone say like i want you to spit on me is weirder than just like a box that just is says it, spit oh or butt stuff whatever you again i'm just right. Every, you're like, Ugh. You, you know what would wincing. be better? No, I'm just thinking about it because I'm like, uh, but what would be better is the reverse. Have options say, pick the ones you don't want. So I don't have to really say I want butt stuff. I feel like that would make women more comfortable. Interesting. Just yeah. say what you don't want. And then it's like you have to opt out. And of the voting. other one is just like, opt just out of being a, a organ donor. Yeah. yeah. It, it's just like, just don't. Don't yeah, look no, at me. Nothing. Yeah. Don't look at me. Just if it if I nothing mark feet. Yeah. No feet. No yeah. this. But then the other stuff. Maybe she wants, or maybe she's cool with, but doesn't want to say. Some girls don't want to yeah. be weird, freaky dickies. Yeah. So, so I feel like I think you're right. Do, then you're into amount. No, come on. What do you mean amount? Just whenever slapping, choking. Whoa, whoa! <laughs> it's on your list. I know, but slap. If I slap, I've never. This is the thing you can't explain to women. If you want me to slap you on the ass, mm. why wouldn't I think you want me to slap you on the face? No, or choke Neil, that's you or, weird. Slap Bianca, on butt. Why? Why is spanking anything? No, you're equating all parts of the body to like pain. Pain on the butt. The butt can take a beating. Your face. I mean, face is kind of rude. I'm not saying women don't like it. I'm just saying. Choke. All of it's. I mean, it's all rude. Right. But me being wanting the my act of fucking is rude. It's so fucking rude. <laughs> it's rude. It's violence it's against very women. Very rude. It's yes. controlled it's, demolition. Why does it have to be against women? It's violence. It's just called violence. Um, If I want my ass left when I'm. God. Mom, turn this off. If I want my ass left when I'm riding you, that's different than. An open-handed slap. I would have a, I not that I would have in the face. I get you, but I know people. I've slept with women who wanted to be slapped in the face, but and guess what? They wanted before that to be slapped in the ass. I know, but why not just not assume that? I'm not a, But what I'm saying is, you're saying what's the difference? No, no, no. I'm not saying what's the difference. <laughs> what I'm saying is, if as a guy, I don't understand why you want me to slap you on the ass. To begin, I've no, I have no desire to be slapped in any way. I want all pleasure across the board, right? So just the idea of any sort of 
whipping, slapping. I'm like, what, what the fuck are you doing? So I don't even understand the logic of so it. So you don't glean it. So if I it. sleep with one girl who mm. wants to get slapped on the ass and then I sleep with another girl who wants to get slapped on the ass and face, mm. the next time I sleep with a girl and I say, no, no, no. If I say, you want to get slapped? And they go, yeah. That's where you get into the opting in is more. I'm trying to be sex positive with the sex twinier. <laughs> sex 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 uh, sex sex section 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 ear there's nothing else we can say about that's, it that's the section ear <laughs> yeah um okay you well, know i've never fucked a woman but i think it's not i don't recommend it's not, it. it's not for it's not for everybody uh, overhyped uh <laughs> um <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's just Rude. that's the difficulty is everyone thinks that they're no one. Very few women just go. No, you go. Ugh. Even you who's into things that other people will go like. Ugh. When I say slap spit, you're like. Gee. No, I was my visceral reaction was mostly to you saying slap on the ass. Why do you want to get slapped on the ass and not in the face? That's kind of weird. Like I could I, you could make some arguments. Right. That's all of that course. Of, yes. That but was. what I'm saying is. Some people want both, and some yeah, people yeah, want to be sure. choked, and some people want to be spit on. Some people want Not they want you to steal their credit card and run it, run up thousand dollars worth of debt. Some people are into kinky shit out there. Not a problem with your moist mouth. Mm, Not I a- bring. I will bring a <laughs> tablespoon. <laughs> Ew, know that. Um. Okay. So you, I have a question though. Why do you need it to be so like a standardized? Thing. because Dude, i don't, don't want any wanna shame know? no i don't that thing of like let's figure it out no no i don't i've never that's it, that's why i like schedule i just don't i don't want to figure it out it's custom women like customs and and pageantry more than men do mm. i want to know what you want so i can do it effectively and not like everybody just i don't i don't want to go to jail yeah i don't want you to be weirded out i want to go to the edge of what you want and then go no further so that's the that's what i want your heart's in the right place. it's always in the right place goodbye you've got me hi spirit padre uh and madre wondering if you've had the chance to listen to ezra klein's new pod with michael pollan i have listened to it today more specifically pollan's assertion that recreational use of psychedelics aren't as useful mental health wise without a therapist before during and after wondering your Opinions on that, given your recent usage of different th- settings, maybe we can discuss on the ayahuasca cast. Uh, <laughs> did you think it is uh, useful or completely controlled? Do you think it is only useful in a completely controlled mental health care setting? Uh, would it be more helpful with more or less guidance? What Nank think? What Pickenting? Some Mercantine? I yeah, I don't. That's what that was the I realize that you just it there's got to be uh with ayahuasca especially it's really potent yeah and so you just have to be around someone who really knows what they're doing and has a protocol um how would you advise people after having done a few just go with somebody How do you go with somebody that go to like a church, somebody with or somebody with a active practice where they they do it and they have a group. They have like a regular group or they have a schedule. Usually it's like 
these people have twice a month weekend excursions. And then there's also just go to Peru or Brazil and they're all pros. What about, um, you've done it with friends and you've done it with a bunch of strangers. strangers. What, do you notice a difference? I, well, I'm very to myself just because I think that's the way to do it. Um, What Michael Pollan was talking about was having a supervised shroom trip, a heroic dose, five, six grams with a therapist to talk to if you want. Uh, The problem is there are not many of them who are easy. Like I had one scheduled and and I was like, eh. What? This lady. What's the problem? She just wasn't, didn't quite, something about it seemed to fly by night the person that I was going to do it with. Mm. So I just, I backed out. Um, and that's me. I'll do, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> you really do. <laughs> so this lady, you know how dusty she had to be. Um, uh, so yeah, do it in a, in a, in a, with ayahuasca, do it in an environment with a shaman who you intrinsically, the shaman that I went to with Bijan and Catherine the first night I was like, this guy's a fucking goofball. Right. And I mean, the guy we used was an absolute goofball. But then the 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 guy I went to, um, the first night I thought he was a goofball. And then the second night. You were like. I was like, this guy's legit. Yeah. Um, And it, it's basically just like a feeling. <laughs> absolute goofball. Is I mean, so- absolute goofball. Uh, It's basically just a feeling like, do I feel, right. I don't, do I trust do I trust this person to, to kind of think of them as a therapist or think, think of them as somewhere between a doctor and a therapist. And, and like a but tour the problem guide, is kind of tour guide's not official enough. It would be more like a safari guide. Safari guide. Yeah. Like the, this Africa. guy knows a shitload about animals and like lives out here. And can be like, no, yes, we gotta like, go. We gotta go. I why? why? The I birds, can't explain. Yes. The birds. Yes, exactly. Yes. Um, so, but we tend to think of these people as drug dealers. Who? People that have d- dealt with drug dealers our whole lives in drug interactions. Oh, yeah. So <laughs> who are those people? <laughs> I you? just was like, I don't feel like I was. What? <laughs> who? <laughs> Neil? Um, yeah, I just so don't we're used feel to like a I guy coming a over guy. and like, hey, man, like Melanie's joke about like smoking weed, hitting on our girls and right, smoking right. part of the thing we bought from them. It's just kind of a weird. Was, that was so. That's so funny that that was like standard. Kind of was standard. Um, now because delivery services is more just like here you go, thank you, goodbye. Right. Now, back then it was just like you know Jeff, yeah man, how do you know him? And right. then you got to talk he, to this guy for fucking thirty five minutes. Um, can I use your bathroom? And you're like, oh god, he'll never um, leave. Um, do you think you? Do you think what did you think about his? Him Michael Pollan? That, yeah. Him saying that do psychedelics. Uh, he's they- right. He didn't, at least on the Ezra's podcast, he didn't talk enough about. Ayahuasca. No, he didn't talk about ayahuasca. He mentioned that there's ayahuasca churches mm. um, for what's legal. Uh, the, the, yeah, the, the, he, he's talking about mushrooms, he's talking about psilocybin. So 
psilocybin. Uh, Cypress Hill. Whatever you want to call it. Cypress Hill. Atlians. So, yeah. So I would say I would rather do ayahuasca. The next time I do ayahuasca, it's the only time I do ayahuasca now, it's going to be with a real pro. Who's a real pro? The Inca, guy. Inca face? Or the other dude? Not the guy we went to. No, not the goof, ultimate goofball. Not the goofball. But the. the I don't still want to say their names. But the, no, the I'm more, not saying their names. But the other. Yeah. The other. Yeah. I've only been do, to two. Would you do it with a. Would you go like uh, travel? Yeah. To? Peru? Yes. Peru, yeah. But not that. F- I don't want to walk. <laughs> just carry me i don't want that's the, getting a picture of vanilla ice was like getting to an ayahuasca <laughs> trip in brazil um so yeah goodbye uh, you got this mail. is an interesting question what's the what's good neil and binky i'm a 39 year old white male and i listen to a lot of rap from young until now it's been the largest and most consistent musical musical genre i'm cool with it <laughs> thanks bro most people that know me are cool with it <laughs> It's been an ever evolving. Yeah, what year is this? Uh, is this 1985? Uh, it's been an ever evolving process of what it means to be a white man of privilege who listens to the work of people of color who live differently. By the way, black people, I hope you're happy with white privilege. And now you have to listen to white preambles <laughs> all the you fucking did time. This. You did this to yourself. <laughs> you had it too good. You asked for too much. And now you have to deal with fucking white preambles. Ugh. Uh, I listen to everything Each week I'm putting up music on my phone With Thursday night being the high point For new music The latest ripples that my partner is About to give birth to our first child any day now Outside of a wild curveball We'll be having a little white girl First, what's your advice as I continue to listen to the music I like now with Growing impressionable ears um, uh, Who I'm told Can glom onto a word and repeat it without warning there's a lot of problematic shit for a little white girl to repeat. Second, Binks, how do I, as a father who likes listening to music, where mostly men say super foul sentences about women, explain to a more developed brain that what's being said, I think he means less developed, that what's being said is just part of the package deal of rap and that we should never think uh, any of this is okay if she's confronted with it in uh, real-life interactions or medium uh, of art in her orbit. Um, asking now because who knows where any of us will be in two or 12 years. <laughs> um, what do you think? Uh, I don't know if you have to say anything to her. Interesting. You're, you did grow up around cuss day though. Yeah, we had a cuss day. So I'm from a different part, different side of the tracks, but, um, I, I feel like a lot of this shit, you just get the streets teach you. She's, I, the streets aren't going to teach her. Someone's going to teach her, which is like her friends. Like what I'm saying, I think, let's say from age one to 12, what should he do? Should he not listen to it around her? No, I think it's fine because in the end, like, I am really appreciative of all the different types of music my parents played for me. You just... But well, well, by the way, wasn't wasn't hip hop, wasn't misogynist, wasn't what was what your parents played. What are you telling me that? I, I unequivocally am telling me? you that. And yeah, there's was. no way your parents played you like hardcore hip hop before the age of twelve. My mom played me NWA and like to, to quote Ice you, Cube's- who 
Who? <laughs> my mom played me. Um, what is it? I see Dead on Arrival. Was it that? that is that the Adam album when he has a the toe death tag, tag with yeah. toe tag? And she explained every single song to me, and I was five. And she was like, "How old were you? Five. And what time did child service show up? What what song? <laughs> uh, yeah, no Vaseline. Explain me that. Explain me Oreo. Explain me." All these songs. So I'm a little. All right. I'm I mean, wrong. I, saw, I was wrong. I saw, you're very wrong. I can't. I, cause I, I was like, cause <laughs> I can't believe that. I uh, believe it that it happened, but I, I don't think, I don't think that's good parenting. No, that's good. I saw New Jack City in the theater. I was single digit. I saw. That I agree with. Uh, every, all those juice, all, all the black the movies. Black, the, the black, the early black gangster 90s, movies. I saw Straight out of theater. Brooklyn. With, <laughs> Vampire Brooklyn. Poetic Justice. Um, no, I saw them all with my mom at the theater. So I don't fucking know. I'm not a good. I mean, it makes you gauge. cooler. I'm not a good gauge because I think. Yeah, I don't think Custe was great because Custe, I, I Custe feels experimental. It was completely and but in a good way. Like I don't. To me, it seems like well, this is a thing you, that you can't do, but you can do it today. And then you'll remember not to do it the rest of the day. And we did, and it was fine. But what it, the problem was, there was times I let, I, let it fly. Yeah, I did. I did football. Uh, when yeah, football player did fo- you did it the wrong time. <laughs> did the wrong time. At the wrong time. And at the wrong day. Uh, uh, day at school, and then you know I got in trouble a few times. So I think, I don't know. I just I think a lot of the time, parents are like, "What do I allow my kid to know about the world?" But kids pick up a lot more. Just. Even in elementary school, how much shit do kids bring? I, They're like, yes, that but I thing? think it's you're better off. Tom Papa one time said his daughter had just turned thirteen or fourteen. It's comic Tom Papa, and yeah. he goes, he goes, yeah. Now it's a thing where uh, we set rules, and she has to figure out ways to break them. That was a good Tom Papa. Like that's the that <laughs> that's like how he drop. talks. Um, but that's the that that's fine. I even I just think like if you can avoid I think part of a parent's job is to prolong childhood for as long as possible without being weird. No, I for sure. Like innocence and don't 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 be violent, don't yell, don't be, you know what I mean? Like don't yeah. show graphic shit. But then as long as you can. But then my stepdad was really into like classic all types of rock from the yeah. 80s and I would listen to that and like their lyrics aren't It's all about fucking underage girls. Yeah, so I think uh, your stepdad was trying to get it, uh, ew. Don't, well, that's so gross. You yeah. said ew Absolutely. to you, but no. Boing, moving boing, on. Boing to him. Boing, boing, boing to him. Boing to the boing. Gross. There was like five. Neil Weirdo. Write it in your worksheet. You've work seen sheet. my Twitter. Write in your worksheet. <laughs> um, so no. So I, I think honestly, for I'm just gonna be real. It's unless you're. It, like my mom explaining to me lyrics. Sorry, mom. She's gonna be mad that I told that story. But unless you're like my mom doing that, eh, kind of hard to retain as a kid. I don't see. Do you know what I mean? I feel like you can get away with yes, listening to I, your shit. Yes. And it not be like, why did it? She he say, you know, I don't know. I get, I would just say play radio versions. If you, I, I Edits, think it's yeah. worth. Edits. Them hearing the genre. Yeah. Like it's yeah, yeah, worth, yeah. That's what I'm but I think some songs are just not, no, not. I mean, it seems like they're all like it's all about wops. Um, yeah, and they're not even in a. If it's yeah. the edited version, yeah, yeah, you're right. I think it's a good dude. Just edited play edited version because it's worth hearing, but it's just not. 
you just don't want. Okay, we did it. We did it. it took we... us a while, and we implicated a lot of people, <laughs> but we got there, and oh, we're all better we off for there. it. Goodbye. Um, okay, this is where we get into the uh, expertise business. Okay. So. Um, You've got mail. Hey, Neil and Bianca, LSTNER. Last week, you guys oh, were responding nice. to an email from a dude who pretty much said, I'm just as funny as you are. And even though you've left a historic influence on sketch comedy, you're not better than me. The dude obviously <laughs> yeah. has some self-esteem issues to work out. That's all over the email. Anyhow, I completely agree with you that some people are born with comedic talent. Comedic. Uh, that's just the way their brain works. It's like how not all of us have the mindset to become a Nobel Prize winning scientist or a legendary athlete. Mm. But since groups like anti-vaxxers, climate change deniers, Trumpers, anti-maskers... Um, uh, have become more popular over the last decade. It seems people believe more and more that reading a few blog posts on the subject makes their opinions just as credible as a trained professional. This movement away from established knowledge has been referred to as the death of expertise. It's the book I mentioned last week. Uh, it's called the death of expertise. Um, I think it's fair to say that you're an expert on your craft and it must be frustrating for anyone to think that they have an understanding of comedy equal to yours because they've taken a few improv classes. It's just as stupid <laughs> as somebody so saying they could operate on a patient because they've taken a CPR seminar. Good metaphor. Do you feel like there has uh, been a similar death of expertise in the comedy community in the last few years? Or have people always looked at comedy as something anyone could do with just a little practice? Uh, yes. There's more. There's another letter. Um, uh, sort of the same thing. I just um, like that they called me a. I represent a newer generation of comedians. Oh, I'm I didn't even comedian. say that. I know. I'm not a comedian. Yeah, Sorry. No, someone you, else you, asked you me. Know, you know, you respect comedians enough and know the to difference. To never yeah. do that. Yeah. As like, a, I'm also a com And yeah. honestly, I, a lot of people just put it on their resume. I've had multiple uh, yeah. managers be like, just do stand, just get Phil yeah. if he's doing stand. I'm like, you don't understand. Yeah. I'm not going to do that. Yes. It would be better, helpful for your career. I'm like, dude, I'm. Like, I could not look at myself in the mirror. It's a different who, someone who, like, goes hunting a few times and someone who lives in a tree. <laughs> That's the difference between people that do stand-up sometimes and people that do it it's all the time. So... Uh, my question is how... This is the other Wait, email. so you blended them. Uh, I know. I think, uh, I, I think the whole work versus talent debate misses a huge component of what makes a successful comedian. That is obsession. Mm. Every gay comedian is obsessed with comedy. You're the kind of people who will memorize every line from Delirious and watch the comedy store documentary six times over and over uh, while you're on stage. Not only are you chasing laughs, you're chasing a particular kind of laugh. This is all very true. Mm. Uh, the question is, how would an obsessed wannabe comedian figure out whether they've got enough talent to keep pushing through failure and rejection in order to develop their craft? At what point should it be game over? Then there's at least one more. Whoa. This is the one that I wanted to talk about. Um. Uh, hey Neil and Bianca I had the below draft queued up until you eviscerated that poor bastard at the end of this week's show who just wants to believe he's a comedy he's a comedy class or two away from dress to kill which if you hold that up as the best comedy right. special ever bless you <laughs> I mean it's it not don't get me wrong it's got some fucking great bits in it but please uh, obviously, beginner stand-up classes won't replace the lonely childhood, and yet Neil is made out to be the asshole because some people believe they are a golf lesson away from being Tiger Woods. Still, I, narcissistic me, am different, and I can't help my armchair self. All right. So this is, he'd already written this. 
Hey, Neil and Bianca, big fan of the podcast and of Three Mics. Three Mics, an absolute masterpiece. I've been listening to you for the last year or so. You always mention how hard stand-up is. And then I watched the Showtime Comedy Room series, which again, this guy's, I think he's British. Oh, okay. um, Series you recommended and saw you guys talk about how hard comedy is. And I sometimes listen to Pete Holmes. You make it weird. You made it weird. Uh, where he talks to other comics about how hard, how hard stand-up is. With all due respect, if the goal in stand-up is now doing a great one-hour special per year, it doesn't seem that hard. <laughs> it's the sculpting of material in front of strangers and humiliating yourself at open mic lotteries and bombing new material and being competitive with super unhappy people and traveling to crappy places that seem so hard, <laughs> not making people laugh for an hour. I'm guessing, given that you've said that there are only like 250 people in the world who can do what you do, you think it is pretty hard. I kind of want to bet on that. Uh-oh. Like 50 grand to a good cause. No, I'm keeping the money. Says, if you give me 10 weeks. Wow, no. Put me in front of a fair crowd and give me three nights like you pros get. I could write, perform a median comedy store regular hour special. I don't know how you would judge success. I'll leave it up to you. If there's one thing I find really honorable from listening to your podcast, you have an innate sense of fairness. Thank you, sir. I wish Bianca did as well. <laughs> I'm 37, was an options trader for 10 years, then quit to start a sports gambling startup. So I've spent my career in betting, and I'm pretty sure I have an edge. Oh. Let me guess if you'd be, let me know if you'd be interested in a little wager from a big fan. Oh my Thank God, you, you have to do it. I, I wouldn't put an audience through it. Oh, come on. They are put through. You think an audience is going to sit for an amateur for an hour? If we if we say it's a bet. Dude. If you say it's a bet, they're not going to stay. They'll just get up. I'm getting I have a I'm having a vision. It's okay. TV show idea. I get percentage beat Bobby Flay, but in comedy beat Neil like beat like, okay, you think you're so good at stand up. We'll see. And then like. Have not, that the problem be- with Bo- Bobby Flay is you can you can hide the dishes and who made what. You can't hide who told what joke if it's a famous person. Wait, what do you so- mean? No, I'm saying amateurs come who think like this guy and the other guy who wrote. Yeah. They're like, I'm fu- I can fucking do that job. It's not that right. hard. And so they come up and they work on obviously an hour is way too long. But like a, a ten. Or this six, guy's saying he could do an hour. He doesn't know. He but doesn't that's know what I'm saying. But I, that's the bet is he could do an hour. Fifteen minutes. He just though. needs three nights. He needs three nights a week for ten weeks, and he'll do an hour as good as um, median level comedy store, which is very high level. Yeah, but I'm just saying this could be interesting. There, I know of a show. That's really no one take in my there. idea. Give me, but uh, but 15 minutes, no one's minutes. gonna beat someone in 15 minutes. Like, it just everyone will lose. What do you mean? There's 50 minute sets of the store, yet you you're not it. gonna, an amateur isn't gonna be able to beat a professional in 15 minutes. Okay, but that's their fault that they think they can. I know, but it's not a good TV show. Why? Because <laughs> it's not interesting. I don't want to watch a bad thing for more than 20 seconds. That's what this guy doesn't understand. He thinks it's gonna people are gonna be patient. People will yell at you, and then they'll get up and leave. Yeah, you'd have to make it like if you pass the three nights of practice and people actually laughed, then. But I mean, no one's gonna. In order to do an hour, this guy's saying, "Hey Neil, I see that if you can do an hour and get it on Netflix, you probably make minimum four hundred grand a year." And millions of people aren't doing that because 
it, they just ha- it hasn't occurred to them. Mm. They just haven't. All you got to do is bear through. The, it's not about material. Right. Anyone can write endless material. <laughs> and l- any fool can do that. A fool like even though the only fools that have been able to do it in world history are like seven people. But this guy thinks it's just a matter of like, no. And he runs a gambling website. This isn't Dunning-Kruger. <laughs> this is not the Dunning-Kruger effect. This is, he runs a gambling Maybe it's a site. He has, he has an edge. And this is what I'm talking about. It's crazy that people think this. They, but they don't think about basketball. They don't think about singing. They don't think about, right. they kind of do think about screenwriting. Like, well, I'll just write a thing and it'll get made. Everyone's a screenwriter. Right. Because Ben Affleck did it 25 years ago and then never wrote, actually, he wrote another thing. Matt Damon's written nothing else. Um, yeah. I just mean sometimes, like, before I worked at a, at a, at comedy places, comedy clubs, I liked the amateur night, you know? Mm-hmm. I liked kind of to see, the bad one, like, killed Tony. Yeah. There is something interesting. Like, maybe mm. not 15 minutes. I mean, I'm not saying that, like... this Sociologically, is great... it's fascinating. Right. So Genuinely. I just mean, like, there is something kind of... Everyone gets, like, I see the crowds that kill Tony, and everyone kind of wants you to bomb. But they're yeah. happy when you don't. But there is something about people being like, this guy thinks he can do... This guy thinks he can do comedy. For an hour... Oh, yeah, I'm not talking You about don't that. understand how long an hour. Tony, no, kill kill t- Tony 60 seconds. No, I know that. I Also, I'm mostly joking about this. Mm. I feel like I'm getting this guy's rage. I have no sense of humor. I know. But. Like, <laughs> this is not real. Yeah. This is not like the bird movie. I'm just saying that I do, there is something as an audience member mm-hmm. with like a lot less skin in this argument. I'm like, I, have, I don't care. There is something interesting about watching someone that is cocky thinks he can do well and bump. There's I know so you know? well what's going to happen that it's not even worth. Of course, it's like guy going, I can beat Billy Jean King. It's I right. get at least that guy was kind of a pro. Right. This guy runs a gambling website <laughs> with an edge. Don't <laughs> with forget. an edge. He's got an edge. He has an edge. Um, and thinks that he can be a a streaming Netflix comedian. It's in 10 but weeks. He, it's just, uh, Take being take comedy out of it. Mm-hmm. Getting something that very few people get, which is a Netflix special mm-hmm. or even a comedy special for that mm-hmm. matter. And so few people even get that. And so many people are involved in the steps to get there. I mean, like if you just thought about this, if this guy just thought about it, things that are really hard to obtain. Yeah. There are hard to obtain for a reason. So I think this guy's just, you but know. But that's what I don't, uh, that's what I understand about that people don't, do the they can't do that math mm. especially running a gambling website yeah run the numbers why doesn't everyone do i promise you i made more than he did most years yeah like why would i think it's because people again people are you can be it's funny the thing i wanted to it's the thing i wanted to play last week what about uh screw tape oh screw tape um it's so good uh c.s lewis wrote a uh a book called the screw tape letters um and uh and he basically talks about how democracy was um uh is the key to 
it's the thing that makes everyone think you're not better than me because like we're all the same it's like no our vote counts the same after that we're all very different you can't play it can you i can't play it i can uh so screw tape is like a demon and he's giving a speech to like demon university of demons um like where they all go to school in i guess in hell or something if, if you look really up good. if you look at the death of expertise in the book and um the and the audiobook it's basically this guy screw tape is a demon and he and he says um just by merit of living in a democracy it makes everybody think that everything's equal and the and it makes it gives insecure people ammunition like you're not better than me it's like i'm better than you at this one thing like this guy i couldn't run a gambling website i have no problem saying i couldn't be a options trader maybe i could i don't know but i don't assume i could and it's not just temperamental it's like i'm not my gift isn't numbers yeah just don't have a gift for numbers but because it's not a high status position I'm not going to go, fuck you. <laughs> I Anyone could do that. All you got to do is get one of those chairs with the, it's, I'm, I just, because it's not high status, people have no, I no, it breeds no resentment where I think with a lot of people, with, I think something about me especially breeds resentment. No, I don't think it's you. I think it is comedy. I think, yeah, I think also the yeah podcast and the access people get. Because people don't challenge you on, uh, most people, I mean, I don't, I'm sure you have a story, but I, most people don't challenge you in terms of Chappelle show. No, I could write that. No one's saying that. Oh, ever. no, they don't have to because I didn't write any of it. Well. I mean, that's, that's the other. They can't believe I, most that's when I say don't. that, but that's a lot of, uh, most people, most people, I know you're going to think I'm crazy. Most people do think you wrote Chappelle now show. Now they do. Okay. Now they do, but they didn't until the Mark Twain speech. I, I know people think I'm crazy when I say that, but most people, because it's an invisible job, mm. you can't, no one goes, well, you're after Dave, Seth, at Correspondence Dinner, Ellen, and Chris. Must fucking be good at writing. Just, uh, just why would those, that's where I was saying earlier, it's like, because he's so nice. I'm not nice. <laughs> he's brave. <laughs> yeah, like I'm not nice, so... So it's it's the thing about comedy that people everyone's a little funny mm. and when someone goes on stage they're basically saying I'm the funniest and that makes especially men cross their arms because it's <laughs> it's true. basically like I'm stronger than you. Yeah. And it's like a type of strength. W- women won't ever say I'm funny than but w- no. no woman in really? a woman will yell in the middle of a show more than a man. Because women, we're wasted on Pinot Grigio. You're wasted on Pinot Grigio, and you don't have to fight. You know you're not going to have to fight. Whereas this guy probably wouldn't say this in public. No. Um, and even the idea of this is so insane. He also wouldn't email Joe Rogan this because he knows Joe could beat him up. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? There's just these weird psychologies that people don't take into account of like, what are you doing? You re- so you really think so comedians now make between if you're doing if you're streaming, you're probably making between five hundred grand and a hundred million dollars. Mm. Right? Let's say five hundred grand on the low end, hundred million's Kevin Hart. Another guy I work with because I'm nice. 
Um, and, uh, and, um, and this guy thinks that it's just a decision okay. that he could do also. Right. He just hasn't because he doesn't want to, you know, all the, it's, like, it's you know, yeah. he, he doesn't want to sculpt material in front of strangers and humiliate himself at open mics and bombing new material and all that stuff. And that's, again, why I like Jerry's thing on, on, yeah. on Tim Ferriss because Jerry, like, illuminates what the job is. But I would say that everybody there and this guy these this guy and the guy from the week before are a bit more misguided than who i'm talking about Uh but there are people who come to the store and they want to start doing comedy and they're probably the funniest person in their friend Mm -hmm. group or whatever Uh, you do have to kind of do comedy to see if you can do it you know i agree this other person that's like when do you pull the plug you you kind of you never it, have to. You really don't because there it's kind of places, innocuous. Yeah, I mean, there, the and it is a lottery. No one's going to say you can't go on this open mic. No, you won the lottery or some open mics you bring you bringer shows, whatever. They can't stop you. It's just a matter of like how crazy are you? How insane are you that you think that this is any future to look forward to? Because it is very palpably it's, embarrassing it's and it's grueling it's yes. not as glamorous as you think yeah. i mean what when did um marin start popping late yeah 46 pop that's when yeah. he started and he yeah. was that was it's not like he started at 40 yeah so i it you know it's funny too there's so many people who it takes a while i can't i maybe you can i can't tell exactly when your popcorn pops your kernel pops but there's a you could be doing comedy a lot and like going up. I've had shows like a few times this year, or whatever, and still like I wouldn't consider you a yeah comedian. Oh, if you're not going on ev- just about every night, you're not a comedian. That's the weird thing because people think, oh, I go. My friend goes up at the store. Some people will do a random lady yeah. show here and yeah. there, and like oh, I go up to the store. They ide- yeah. they self identify as comedians. Yes. They write jokes. Yeah, they get laughs. But I'm like, unless you're going up every night or that's your main source of income. You're not what this guy's not accounting for is even people. I mean, I've had the argument with Rock and Jerry about how much, how many good hours can you do right. in your life? Really? If we're really talking about it. Three. Ouch. I know, but think it's about so it. Unfortunate. I mean, I, there are guys that I, I would almost argue that Burr has had more what I consider like top to bottom strong hours. He's a, he has a lot. Then I don't, I wouldn't say anybody, but like there was a, there was a, there was a point where I was like, Jesus Christ. Like, and this guy thinks the only difference between him and Bill Burr is Bill Burr tried. <laughs> he doesn't understand that. Like, you know how much fucking material you have to just pan for? Like Seinfeld said on his thing. That's so funny. They were like talking about, um, it wasn't Kelly Slater, the other surfer, but he said, like, surfing, it's just paddling. I surf every once in a while. And it stand-ups like that. It's like, I just, I'm I'm writing jokes that probably aren't going to work. Yeah. And I couldn't, you, could, you couldn't tell me which ones are going to work or not ahead of time. I, I don't know, and I've been doing it since I was 18. So how would you, because. Yeah. Because you're high status, and I want that, and I do it every once in a while. I have a question. Mm. Do you think 
I took this one, like one of the most interesting classes I took in college. This guy wrote his own book, so he was already weird. But the, my teacher wrote a book on different Nothing types Nothing weirder than writing a book. Go ahead. <laughs> he wrote a book detailing different types of um, science, uh, like just like physics, uh, astronomy, like all the different types. And he um, charted when, at what age did they do the most amazing mm. work? At oh, what age yeah. did they peak? I think you told me about that. I think I did. It was like all, like all, all older. Of, like it was yeah. all, well, no, it depends. Like physics, it was this age. Right. This, it was, you know, and they actually never reached that same level of, Excellent you know, that peak. Yeah. yeah, that peak. They all peak at different times in their life. And I'm wondering, do you think comedians, do you think they peak? Or do you think that because it's comedy, the the public changes on them and they leave them. I don't know. I, the truthfully, I don't know. Cause I don't, I think it has more to do with like how long you've been doing stand up. but you point make Marin. I mean, Marin popped cause of the, cause of the podcast. Yeah. Um, Joe popped cause of the podcast. You think Joe popped? No, he was pretty big. In yeah. The- but it, it was concurrent. It was, he's the podcast is bigger than stand up. Okay, yeah, as a comic, he's been famous yeah. for a long time. Yeah. yeah. Um the I I don't know cuz I think I'm funnier now mm. than I've ever been, which might just be motivated reasoning and and confirmation bias. And also I, I want to be funnier. And you right, started but I started later. Than started later. So and then there's so I but maybe I was technically my brain was a more active mm. I, I I just my my I have a better eye for what probably will work. That's from that's from doing it. But I think there it's like you have the eye for what probably will work, and then then culture is a whole other thing in terms yeah. of what people want to hear. And then and then I really like a Dave like Dave kind of disappearing for a decade was helpful to his career because meanwhile he gets people never got tired of him. Yeah. So like he's just like a new thing that they're like, oh fuck. Right. New he's generation back. of people get to like appreciate him in a different yeah. way. Also, yeah, because I there's there's and then you like, get like less angry. What do you mean? You just get less angry as a person. You get, have you kids. You just get softer. <laughs> Your edges get softer. Because there is comics who come to this store who at some point were the biggest comic in the entire world, mm-hmm. and I'm like, it's eh, funny. Yeah, like I get the I get the humor, but I'm not dying laughing. So I'm wondering, did they are they still playing the same song, and it just feels outdated? Yeah, it's impossible to say because it's also like your. I've gotten better in that I just am. I'm like okay, I just can't. I just I really don't care. Oh yeah, I used to not care about what people thought of me, and now it's to the point where it's. I I'm going to say whatever the what like I there's a thing about your personal orientation to the world that I think is a big which I think to Burr's credit is another thing that he hasn't Burr's fucking rich and you'd never know it. Uh, oh, a normal person. Yeah, yeah. I'm like I kind of feel like he's he's always smoking cigars. I don't know. It's a rich guy thing. But you can get cigars at 7-Eleven. Okay, like a I mean, white you know, owl. I mean, yeah, <laughs> like maybe he's, but he doesn't. He drives a Prius. Last time I checked, like oh yeah, no, he's chill. He he's not a. Fl- he's but he 
I also am from Silicon Valley, so I see a lot of rich people, and they that's how rich guys That's how Silicon behave. Valley goes. Yeah, they're Sebastian's like, rich and has No, no, Sebastian and, is and East Segura's Coast. Segura's rich and Italiana. has Porsche, like No, Silicon, he's like Silicon Valley. He's just like, I'm not changing anything. I'm wearing yeah. regular things. Yeah. I'm not like changing up, but I'm really rich. If, yes, and he still has a bad, he still has an anger issue. which is great it's hard to do it really is hard to do to Uh, have money and a good marriage and children that you love and still be a fucking (laughs) angry maniac uh, is like a gift well especially good for his comedy that's what i'm saying i yes i don't no he's not raging out i mean yeah but on in like the fact that he can keep up the same it's almost like some people, what made their, their first album was amazing because they mm-hmm. were more like raw yeah. talent. Like Burr's talent is still in all of his. Yeah, it's still like the same fucking. Yeah. <laughs> That's what makes him so fucking yeah. funny. Um, it's like, what? So, what you... But this guy could do it. He just needs 10. He needs 30, 30 sets. <laughs> um, And we'll just give him what we get, which is. Not, by the so way, none of us get the wager. By the way, none of us get. I'm not going to take the wager because I literally won't do that to the audience. No one will sit for a guy. So I'm not going to give a main room audience. I'm not going to give somebody an hour in the main room to prove something that he doesn't know that I know in my <laughs> essence and oh. any comedian in the world. So all these people say how hard it is. You can listen to Jerry on the other thing. He'll tell you how hard it is, and then you can be like, nah me now what's the what's the line on that football game um um so sorry sorry boss um that's the podcast for this week and we did it and we don't have to take this shit it's december and no more shit Tell me how you feel. Tell me how you feel.